0: What's going on, everybody? It is Coach Greg Adams back in here with a YouTube, another YouTube live stream. Shout out to the coach gang. Shout out to the coach gang. Shout out to the coach gang. That's you. For being here, being involved, and being active on this YouTube channel. And welcome to the Wake Up Show, part of the Free Age Lifestyle podcast here on the Free Age Lifestyle channel. We ready to go. Blue Chip Mindset number 47 in the building. You're here with the Bruce Wayne it is-ish. This is the king of content and the speaker of truth. We walk in the spirit of Elijah here. And yes, we are true believers. You know what I mean. The junior college in the building. You know what they talking about. Get them, daddy. 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 Yo, rent's do. Yo, rent's do, motherfucker. In the building. Anyway, man, blue chip mindset, episode number 47. Do me a favor, hit the like button. The title of today's show is why most people are lazy and will never become. Shh. You will never be shit. And you won't have sh- <laughs> Anyway. Yo, it's crazy out here. These women are in a bind, Nate. I'm in a bind, Nate. Women are in a bind.
1: Your rent's due, motherfucker.
0: Men are in a bind, but women are in a bind. I'm in a bind, Nate. I'm in a bind, Nate. Look, Nate, before I do
1: this, I want my check. Hey, whoa, 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 look. You not getting no check from me until I'm done. You understand?
0: Absolutely not. You ain't getting no check from me until we done. Shout out to the junior college girls in the building. Hey, man, great show today. We got, uh, what do we talk about? Most people will be, uh, most people are lazy and um, they won't be or become ish. And I titled that. And throughout the show, I'm going to interject that in some of these points that we're making. But before we do that, here's today's topics. Here's today's topics, man. Uh, we're going to talk about Martha Stewart. Stewart, is she thirst trapping the internet? Man, it's getting bad out here, man. <laughs> Now, older women's rents are due. Your rent's due, motherfucker. It's crazy. It's crazy. We're also going to talk about um, the Kanye West lawsuit. Again, uh, lazy people won't be ish, and they want to leech off of other people. We're going to talk about that and freedom of speech and all of that things. Things are under attack because people are lazy. <laughs> I mean, this, look, The bottom line is people don't want to work. People don't want to work for theirs. They have no pride in themselves. They have no pride in their, their tribe. They have no pride in their country. They have absolutely no pride. And when you don't have any pride, you'll do things that make yourself look dumb. Anyway, it's actually crazy, man. We're going to talk about that. Uh, George Floyd's baby mama suing Yeezy. Yay. Plantation politics at best. (laughs) Plantation politics at best. Get a job. All right, people need a job. I need a job. What are we doing here? We're going to do the doom and gloom report, a new segment. We're going to have to tell you, man. I mean, listen, CGA was right again. Coach Adamas is in the building. Coach Adamus is right yet again. All right. Despite the fact that nobody wants to recognize that the sky is falling, the sky is falling. You know what I mean? So in the doom and gloom economic report, we're also going to talk about why races of people are at the bottom of the barrel. We're going to look at that. It's the white man's plan, all right? Then we're going to do the white man's plan. Have you ever seen the movie Brother, uh, Undercover Brother? We're going to talk about the man. The man want to keep you down. The man want to keep you down. We're going to talk about that. White high-value men will be a target coming into next year. If you want to be a high-value man and you got your nice little suit on, you got your nice little suit on, you want to be a high-value man, you're n- going to be nothing but a high-value target, okay? Ain't no time for flossing today. And then the last one, spoil women in the divorce, but this is the Blue Chip Mindset series, episode number 47, which is quite interesting. Okay, this is quite interesting because today is my 47th birthday. Wow. How did that work out? You know what I mean? Sometimes things work out. By the way, if I look crooked or you think that the room is dizzy, (laughs) I was in here doing an interview yesterday and I moved my camera and I didn't realize it just before I came on, so I had to adjust it on the fly. So if you're thinking I'm a little sideways, you might be right. I look a little sideways right now, like I'm drunk. (laughs) All right. Anyway, today, episode 47 of the blue chip mindset might give to you. All right. I'm always in the spirit of giving. It is also my 40. 7th birthday i'm a horny old man <laughs> i'm 47 years old man you got some big mother sucking pity sorry here we go mm. horny old man age 47 brothers look at me man i'm knocking on 50s door and my chocolatey skin looking as good as ever around here look at this, brother man His sisters is jealous right there This is jealous of my chocolatey skin. Can you imagine? Look at me out here at age 47. Look at at my favorite African-American.
1: Look at my African-American over here. Look at him. Are you the greatest? Yeah. You know what I'm talking about? I'm just getting
0: started. (laughs) (laughs) All right. I'm just getting started around here, man. This is it. What are you talking about, man? You know, I know you see the beard all gray and everything. But it is what it is. So there will be a special visit to the junior college today. And it will get quite debaucherous. I'm just letting you know it's gonna get a mess. On my birthday, I go all out. I'm just letting you know here. You know, <laughs> shout out to the, hey man. I appreciate all the birthday wishes and all of this stuff, man. Look, this is my gift to you. I spend my birthday with you brothers, and then we're gonna share in this knowledge. There will be a little bit of a mix, but this is the blue chip mindset. So do me a favor for my birthday: hit the like button in the building. Hit the like button. You know, in my recent somewhat of a debate. I was told that I don't diversify my content, that I'm always talking about the same thing, that we don't talk about uplifting. But this is false. This is a false narrative, often portrayed and painted on and perpetrated by frauds themselves. When I do the Blue Chip Mindset series, 47 episodes of me going in on anything other than what people think I typically talk about. As a result, I get less viewership for these streams. It's not a big deal. Okay? I get, I get, I get less viewership, less clicks. Okay. But that's just the reality of the situation. Most people want to paint us as a certain conversation, having a certain conversation and these conversations are important, but we do impart a lot of other knowledge other than those things. And guess what? They don't click. Okay. They don't even click. They don't even, they never even look at it because they say, well, that's boring. What is he talking about? What is the blue chip mindset? Well, he's not talking about marriage, women, uh, three Oh four. So I'm not going to click and they don't click. And then the next video that I do, that's uh, a video that the, Oh, see, there he is. There he is again, talking about women. (laughs) All right. And you completely missed the entire year of the blue chip mindset series. It's sad, but we do this every Wednesday, every Wednesday, we talk about money. And of course there's other people you can talk about, about money, but people are particularly interested. in what I'm trying to motivate you or inspire you to do, maybe you're inspired by my story. Maybe you're inspired by what I've learned over the years. I don't portray myself as a financial advisor or any of that, but you will hear stories of me trying to inspire someone else to get their fat, lazy ass off that damn couch, man, and stop making excuses. All right. (laughs) All right. Eminem's birthday this day. I didn't know that. All right. Anyway, man, let's get to these super chats and then we'll get to the, Oh, you can contribute to today's show. Dollar sign CGA live. All right. On the cash app. Also. Coach Greg Adams TV on Vimmo. Yes, indeed. And we also have on the PayPal, PayPal uh dot me coach Greg Adams. Mm-hmm. And if you're watching on replay, you can donate as well. Don't feel like you can't. And then also, if you want to super chat, go over to the notorious CGA channel. <laughs> somebody wanted to know about it. anyway. All right. Anyway, Rolos, pantene Hair Weave, appreciate you for being here and being back in here once again. We know what happens here, you know. You're here, and then you're panting hair weave uh, somewhere here. Shout out to Class E Beats over here dropping a bag. Yes. That's loud. Yes, indeed. He says, happy birthday, Coach. Enjoy your day, and may you be blessed with many, many more and many more. Thank you, brother, for that birthday gift. Warhammer, happy birthday, Coach. Happy free agent day for Coach. Hey, it's happy free agent uh, day for everybody. Okay. I'm going to tell you what I use my birthday for. Shout out to Apollo in the building. Happy birthday, coach. He says, Appreciate y'all, brothers, with the birthday gifts and wishes. All right. I work so hard to get here. Many people use their birthday to party and get drunk. I use my party for fornication and to have introspect, right? You know, (laughs) I look at my life and go, All right, boy, where can it go from here? This is fantabulous. I was blessed to be able to go. Another, another trip around the sun or the moon, whatever one. We're here. Shout out to Henry Brazilian. Ignore the jealous haters who stop streaming. If they don't get super chats, they clowns at best. Wait a minute. What? Happy birthday. Who did that? Wow. Whoa, 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 whoa. Wow. <laughs> Interesting. I, I don't even know what happened. <laughs> All right. Did somebody, somebody stopped their stream? They was like, y'all ain't donating. I'm out. They was like, who we got here. Shout out to Kirby. He says, "What would CGA say? Blue chip mindset baby. in the building shape. Thank you, brother. All right, Where are we at here? Teddy P says, do you believe do you not believe in God or man's version of God?" That's a great question, which people didn't take time to answer. They just popped off at the lip. Running a mother sucking lip, worried about who a blood or a crip, man, F the red or the blue team. Fool, my color runs green. Hey, I'm red. So, as I said earlier, you know, I respect other people's religions and walk in life, in their faith and their spirituality. People believe that you might not believe in man's version of God, doesn't mean you don't believe in spirituality. The devil presides over our country the devil presides over our women the devil presides over all, all things that we do so there definitely is a spirituality so i i know that there's good when you say good it's god right but you attach a different you, you you attach a um you attach a um an o to it right so god good all right when you say evil it's basically the devil with you know without the d so good and evil i believe in Spirituals, I believe in. But when people say God, they want to attach it to some either Catholicism or Christianity here in this country. And I'm not simply that. And so that's what he was trying to argue. And when I say that's what I don't believe in, that's what I don't believe in. And it's fine. Now, what I won't do is preach to you what you should believe in in that form, in that walk. What I don't do is tell you you should be this way spiritually. That's your own personal decision. I think it's in bad faith for people to force their God onto you. And that's where he was in error again. He lost a point, but he was in the spirit of weakness himself, so he had to use that as a talking point. If people explored further, they would know I have a spirituality, um, and I believe in spirituality. I believe we're possessed by the demons and the devils, right? It's very plain to see. People are doing demonic things. But also, also, the biggest hypocrites in America today are people who believe in the man God. Don't get me started. The people are the biggest hypocrites today are the people who believe in the man God that he was talking about. So do not get me started on that. There's some people that can be people that don't believe in that man God, and they are actually better spirituality wise than these so-called hypocrite, lukewarm Christians. All right, please. Stop it. I've been in the church all my life. I did not seen some straight up lukewarm, hypocrite ass Christians. Do not get me started. <laughs> so don't use that see what people do is when they're losing an argument they use that as a moral i'm gonna morally trump you because i believe in the lord nah that's a that's an l card for you that's a fat l when you gotta resort to that because some of the biggest hypocrites in the nation are people to, who profess to be people who walk by faith and not by sight anyway <laughs> but I don't push that on you because I want you to walk in your own faith. I want you to walk in your own spirituality. And to be honest, that's not where we have a problem in our country. The Lord, lot of hypocrites out there and hippo bloods. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. Some people believe in the Lord out of fear. That's not a good position either. Well, I believe so I don't go to hell. Well, you in hell right now, sir. What you going to do? Take a comet off of this plane? Cheat. you better enjoy the ride while you're here. <laughs> anyway, shout out to everybody that has their belief system, and I respect all people's beliefs. I don't push that on you here. That's the one thing I don't push on you here. All right. Have you noticed that? But if you do threaten me with your Lord, I will bring out Lord CGA. <laughs> all right. Anyway, let me stop. Shout out to Mr. Wayne is in the building. Happy birthday, coach. And I appreciate it. Your boy school. Happy birthday, Maine. Thanks for what you do. Uh, birthday gift, strike that like button in the building. J Flo, happy birthday, coach. He says, made a booty clap on thy salami. Pause. Yes. Ladies, if you want to drop off a little birthday gift yourself, I'm open. We just have to make sure everything's in order. <laughs> All right, boy, we got a lot here. We got um. Irrational Rationality, happy birthday, boss. Here's some junior college tuition. Joe Karate, happy birthday, coach. Thanks for helping us, men. Helping, thanks for the help you do for us, men. Shout out to the coach gang, free agent, foe, life. life, life. Monkey D says, coach will get a 100K subscriber by December. Man, I've been sitting at 7,000 on this channel since forever, but uh, that's what happens when you're demonetized. I was explaining to a YouTuber, they had no clue. They're like, really? You're demonetized? I'm like, boy. <laughs> All right, it's crazy. Shout out to Abel. Returns the India. Happy birthday, coach. My dear, wonderful coach. He says, may thee have at least 60 more years. This is your Super Bowl time. Enjoy, 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 peace and love. Guys, when you reach this age, you will be a little more fatigued. I'm going to tell you that. Your, your body's going to ache a little bit when you get up in the morning. But I'm going to tell you right now, there's no better time in life than to be a man, to be free to be indulging in the spirit of peace, quiet, and freedom, the Jezebel spirit itself. <laughs> all right, to be free from marriage, be free from obligations, blood-sucking leeches, parasites, all of that stuff. People want to wish that I'm not happy. Speaking of not, I'm not happy. I'm not happy. People want to wish that I'm not happy and I'm miserable and sad over here. Well, that's you.
1: And that's you.
0: That's people who want to wish that on me. I live a fantabulous life. And there's more to live. Hey, shout out to uh, our man, Macaroni Tony, huge wrestling fan. So back in March, I decided to buy some stock in the WWE at $59 today at 72. It also was a dividend paying stock. Never thought this would be possible growing up. Yes, indeed. So you own part of a company and that's what you do when you invest. We're not going to talk about investment much today, but that's what happens when you invest. And it sounds like you bought in a dip. And he says, "Coaches, right again, messing around and watch messed around and watch a Red Bull sponsored breakdancing competition this weekend." Please tell me what the L, what the F, Red Bull has the knows about breakdancing. Wow, he says, "Monetize your culture, or someone else will." It's just the reality. It's just the reality, and guys aren't ready for that conversation. PayPal will be done at the next break. Appreciate y'all, brothers. Okay, because then they be slowing down my computer. Last last one, Stormy says, you said you don't believe in cheese. I'm offended, coach. He says, give me the how dare you. How dare you. Check in next time you come to Cambridge. You know, something, you know, what's funny is a lot of times people, you know, when you say I don't believe in something, they think you just dismiss it all. But I quote the Bible all the time, and I love the Bible. I actually need a new chapter. You know, I love the Bible. The Bible is great. It's full of wisdom. But I also look at other texts as wisdom as well doesn't mean you have to take it as literal. There's a lot of parables. There's a lot of stories that have been passed down uh, to other people. And those were the stories that were written. Doesn't mean you dismiss it because you don't believe in the, the, what we call the, you don't believe in what we call the, um, the call to action, right? Everything's a call to action. You show, you watch my show. I tell you to tell you something. And then there's a call to action and you might not agree with the call to action, but that doesn't mean there was no truth before I presented the call of action. And the call to action would be this: live the free agent lifestyle. That's when people say, What's the solution? Live the free agent lifestyle. What should we do? How should we go about life? Live the free agent lifestyle. Now, another content creator can give a three-hour show and at the end of it, he says, Pump and dump these hoes. That's the call to action. For the Bible, the call to action is believe in the sun. No, the not the, the not the physical son, but the the son, the metaphorical son. Believe in the son, and you will get everlasting life. That's the call to action. Does now you can get to that point and say, nah, that's okay, <laughs> okay." But it doesn't mean that nothing was true before that. Just because you don't accept the call to action doesn't mean there was lies the all, the whole way through there. You just said, "Okay, I don't want to do that part, but I'll accept what you said was true." That's how I approach religion. So I can go to everybody's text. I can believe what they say is true, and then not accept the call to action. And this is what people with normies and hameneggers who try to make content against me, which is weird, they only focus on my call to action, and they file that up too. They file it up. they you guys mess that part up. You can't even get my call to action right because you're trying to twist and turn my words to prove that you're somehow right. No. And when you get to my call to action, they try to then discredit everything that I said prior to the call to action. Just say you don't agree with being a single man living and enjoying his life, smashing young women legally. <laughs> okay. But people, um, the ego of people, people think I have an ego. The ego of people that believe somebody's watching you 24-7, you are an egomaniac. I don't know. <laughs> Here we go. Evil, you're an egomaniac. You think you're that important? <laughs> By the way, I'm very important. You guys, man, I swear to God. You, Normie Hammond, or somebody's watching me, paying attention to everything that I do, I'm on my George Collin. Man, y'all need to grow up. Grow the hell up. For real. Go live your damn life. And stop worrying about if the Lord's watching you masturbate. He don't care, bro. There's people getting their titties cut off their children. He's probably talking about that, maybe. And even then, he's not doing nothing about it. I'm like, if he ain't worried about that, well, let me get my lotion out. (laughs) Let me get my lotion out. They cutting off. They cutting off little boy salamis. Think he'd be over there? No, he ain't over there. Well, guess what? Mm. <laughs> squashy, squashy. Guess what? <laughs> uh, anyway. This is all jokes, but I'm just trying to put you in a frame of reference. I'm like, they blowing stuff up over there. People can't get in the play, bruh. (laughs) Oh, man. I don't think he's watching me jerk. I don't think he's watching me jerk off right now. I think he's got better things to do. My ego's not that invested in the the spirituality. Y'all like my dead relatives are watching me jerk right now. Nah, they, they not. Like, look, when I die, I'm not thinking about what happened here. No, I'm not. Probably not going to be thinking at all. Not at all. I'm gonna, when I die, I'm going to come back and watch people jerk. Look at him. Oh, my God. I mean, oh, my cheese. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, sorry I said that. Lord's looking at you like, send your ass back as an ant. Okay, but come on, stop. All right, anyway. All right, man, let's get into today's show. This is the blue chip mindset series. And let's get into the first topic. Let's not delay it. I'll get back to PayPal in a minute. Yeah, man. <laughs> I already showed you what my heavens would look like. But anyway, Martha Stewart has joined the thirst trapping. I'm hoping my computer can handle this again. I tried to do everything to get it right so let's go ahead and check out what Martha Stewart's doing man the world is going to hell the world is going to hell why ain't the lord trying to stop this ish so you got women out here um joining getting naked we did the story about the 91 year old supermodel posing nude the 67 year old Beverly Johnson posing nude women out here they rent due
1: Your rent's do, motherfucker. Women
0: trying to act like they're independent, only turning to prostitution. It's bad out here. And so, ladies, if you're broke. I'm in a bind, Nate. Yeah, if you're broke. Just feel don't feel bad for yourself. Women are out here doing this. This is Martha Stewart. Let's play it.
1: Oh, hi there. I'm just enjoying the natural flavor of pumpkin spice from Green Mountain Coffee Roasters and nothing else literally just look at this a thing of natural beauty no 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 not me my green mountain coffee roasters pumpkin spice coffee it's made with natural flavors that means they stripped away the artificial and left nothing but goodness what can i say we have a lot in common i'm in a bind
0: and if you threw a party and invited everyone you knew. You would be the greatest gift you give to me. And the card attached would say thank you for being a friend. Friend. We got the damn Golden Girls Only Fans out this mug at this particular point. What are we doing out here, man? What, what is the Lord doing, man? Lord, help us. Lord, help us. to wrap you in my warm embrace, and i make it last forever,
1: baby. Yes, i catch a glimpse of heaven when you let me wrap
0: you in. So, people are saying she don't need the money, but she certainly needs the attention. new, 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 new world order. And she's part of the propaganda, just pushing women to go, hey, I'm 67 years old. How old is Martha Stewart? I'm 67 years old. I'll get naked. Now, listen, there's a lot of brothers that will line up to hit that. And that's because you're a lazy slob. All right. Good for nothing slob that is led by your salami and Johnson. And that's why you ain't got shh. All right. They say she's 81. She's 80. Well, she doesn't look bad for 81. I'll tell you that. She doesn't look bad. I'll give her that. I mean, of course, they probably prepped her pretty well, but uh, that's not bad. I mean, I can't see anything other than her shoulders, though. And as I as you know, when when it comes down to dating and, and uh, different races of women, white women are all head and shoulders. That's pretty basically the the peak of what 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 their bodies offer, like their head and shoulders. Typically, when you see a white woman, it's going to be all hair and their shoulders or back is going to be out. But, the, you know, toddies aren't going to be there unless they get a manufactured. The butt ain't going to be all that, although people are saying they're catching up to black women, which is kind of false. But I get it. They're getting them. The, just the pants they wear are a little bit different. Um. With that being said, that being said, this is reprehensible. <laughs> this is reprehensible, bro. What the hell are we doing, man? Send the asteroid. If we are now putting 81-year-old women in ads implying nudity. Oh, hi there. Oh, I got to turn that down. We're putting 81-year-old women now on television or on somewhere on the Internet implying nudity, a famous woman. What is that going to do to the mindset of women this age? They're going to think they still have worth and value. They're going to think they have still worth and value, and it's going to make it harder out here in the dating minefield because now 81 women 81 year old women will want to get spoiled to in, embrace, and I make it last forever babe. Yes,
1: catch a of when you let me wrap you in.
0: <laughs> we're doomed we're doomed so we got Martha she's not joining OnlyFans, by the way as far as I know but we got her out here thirst trapping so there's not going to be an end. Remember when dudes could be like, you're going to hit the wall. Well, not anymore. You know what I mean? Not if we're allowing that to be pushed. So it's absolutely insane what we're dealing with, man. Anyway, we're doing getting back to the blue chip mindset. This is a story that I wanted to share with you. This is another uh, reason why people are lazy. And this is why people don't have ish. Okay, Kanye West. Everybody knows what's going on with him. I haven't used him as a thumbnail. I don't think I did. But uh, Kanye West is on a, you know, he's on a situation. He's a tirade. He's going on a tirade. Let's just be honest about it. And he's revealing he's, what did they call it? The third wall, the fourth wall. He's going back and revealing things that he knows. And for whatever reason, he's doing it. He just maybe wants to get some stuff off his chest. Maybe he needs to be able to be have some therapy. Maybe he's, um, maybe he knows something uh, that, you know, I don't want to imply what could happen to him. And uh, he's getting these things out. Maybe it's because he's a billionaire multiple times over that he can say whatever he wants to say and nobody can stop him. But there's a lot of things going on that we really can't pinpoint. I know that he's saying some very valuable things, and those aren't the things presented to the media. Those aren't the things being presented to you normies and you ham and eggers and you knuckle draggers. We're only getting a small portion of it because we live in a society where 30 seconds, I'm going to take 30 seconds, and then I'm going to go out there and say what this person is and represents. But in my opinion, they're using Kanye to erode away your First Amendment rights and install the social credit score because you guys are so ignorant, you can't see it coming. But that's because you're lazy. And what they're doing is showing you something that is somewhat uh, seems like it's strange for him to say, even though there's some truth in what he says. There's some bigger things, greater things that he's saying that are 100 percent true. They make you appear crazy. This is what people do to me. They make me appear crazy by just taking some sound bites and, and clipping it for their own enjoyment. So we live in a soundbite culture. I'm doing three-hour streams. Somebody will clip a 30-second point to try to make their point. This is what we live. It's just the, it goes with the territory. Now, here's the here's the thing. Now Kanye West is being sued, and I think he's going by the name Yay or Ye. I'm not sure what it is. Yay. Um, he's sued and being sued by the baby mother of George Floyd. Okay. Now there's a precedent already set here. And it was with the Alex Jones case just previously. And before that, it was with the Cardi B case. But the Cardi B case was slightly different. But then she did get a judgment for somebody using free speech on a platform like this. And she sued the individual and won. And she won based on the fact that that person spread uh, a libel against her, which was true. But as you can see, those type of cases then shut down you normies from being able to talk and say things. It was used as a censorship case. Alex Jones, the same thing, similar. He had an opinion about something. I don't think he named many any of the parents specifically, but then they gave a judgment, almost a billion dollars judgment, to say, we're going to slap you normies for thinking that you can talk. And now Kanye West is going to be the next example, the next rendition of slapping people down and then punishing them financially for saying something that, for all intents and purposes, it's true. All right. Now, can you handle it? No. And I there's been several layers of the Kanye stuff that I've been dis- disappointed in. Particularly, he went off mostly on black Americans and slapped them around. Okay? Everybody let it ride and then when he went over to the you know who, you know what I mean? New 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 new, new world order. New 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 new, 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 new world order. <laughs> and they they this that's when they start dragging them down. And then that didn't work because he said I have enough money to buy myself out of censorship. Then they started the platforming him. Then they started putting out other pieces of podcast that then went back and targeted black folks, particularly George Floyd, to get you guys emotionally riled up to then censor him and show that it's not just these people that new, 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 new world order. that they'll drag him down. So they basically did a correction because they got exposed by the fact that they let Kanye talk reckless about black folk and there was no penalty, then he talked about you-know-who. They penalized him, and they were found to be hypocrites by watching you getting ran, ran over by Kanye, and then they started to play the victim card, and then they was like, oh, wait a minute. Oh, let's put out this clip about George Floyd and show you we'll slap Kanye down for talking about black folks. Okay, now, <laughs> okay, this mindset is a loser mindset. Because, number one, what Kanye said was not entirely wrong. Sure, it was insensitive, but there's plenty of evidence to support his case. And then we're supporting the case of still upholding the lowest common denominator, which I'm vehemently against. Sure, it was a dastardly deed. It was a dastardly deed, but we're upholding again the lowest common denominator. Why are we so angry about this particular person? I don't—why are we—why are we upholding this person as this— the per? This person was like Martin Luther the King. Matter of fact, Martin Luther King was basically the U.S. government was complicit in his assassination by 1999. If you read the book by his attorney, William Peppers, I believe his name, the United States was complicit and admitted and basically was held accountable for deleting Martin Luther King. Ain't nobody rioted one time. Nobody said nothing. Nobody sued nobody. Nobody nothing. You basically just did it. You got jiggy with it. All right, you sat around and you d- dust your, dirt, dust your uh, dirt off your shoulder and you went about living life. You started out here uh, drinking crystal and partying. Nobody said nothing. And there's proof that they basically took part in this deletion. Do your research on it. But now we're out here talking about George Floyd. <laughs> Again, putting you in a pit of low, p- putting you in a pit of you lazy MFers, you will never have shit. Because you're always praising the lowest common denominator. Why are y'all worrying about George Floyd? I mean, this is, to me, I don't get it. There's a whole bunch of people you could be worried about. People that actually are at the top. What about Robert Smith? What about Robert Johnson? You're focused on the wrong things not taking anything away from what happened to that man on that day. that was reprehensible. I hope you get that. It was reprehensible. We're talking about George Floyd. I mean, I I don't get it, bro. I I don't get it. I never see other communities praising and uplifting low common denominators. I don't care what tragedy there was. They're never doing that. And we're going to show you on this chart. (laughs) We're going to show you on this chart. This is why you are where you are. I'm sorry, man. This is the blue chip mindset. Episode number 47. Throw my 47th birthday in the building. Daddy. If you don't like what I'm saying, get the hell out of here. I don't care. I don't care. I, I don't care. If you don't like what I'm saying, I don't care. Vince said, I'm not saying that he had no right to not get no knee in his neck. I'm not saying that. But stop. Y'all got to stop. This is why you let me put the chart up. Let me put the chart up. Okay. (sighs) Where's the chart? Let's get this chart up here. Let me see if I can get this up. Okay. This is a wake up call. I want you to wake up. But no, most people don't want to wake up. They want to be lazy. You want to be lazy. I want to be lazy. (laughs) We go here. Let's put this chart up. Okay, this is supposedly a chart that represents the median household income in the United States by ethnic group. Now, there's some things not quite right about this chart. You know what I mean? New, 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 new world order. <laughs> you got right here. This is by ethnic group, ethnicity. There's one ethnicity left off this chart, but I ain't going to say nothing, but... and I think they would be at the top of this chart, but that's neither here nor there. Continuing on, here we are. This represents the ethnic groups. Now, there supposedly be, I would assume white people would be at the top. This is what we're taught. This is what we're educated as. This is what you've been miseducated as. This is what you keep going in on privilege and all of these things, and it's just not true. It's just not true. You're watching people come into this country and take the place of you. While we're worrying about the lowest common denominator, we're also the lowest common denominator, sad. It's absolutely sad. It's absolutely sad. At the bottom of this list, people that have been here for 400 years or 350, however you want to do, or we were here original. We were the Aborigines of America, part of the eastern seaboard, Atlantic native tribes. We're at the bottom. And when you're at the bottom, you worry about bottom-feeding topics like George Floyd. I'm going to tell you right now, I don't think about George Floyd. I just don't think about it. I don't think he's that level of importance to me because... I just, I'm not from the same tribe as him. What happened to him was sad. But I think what we're doing here is we're not putting things in this proper perspective. That's probably not going to happen to the vast majority of us. But yet, while we're worried about it and distracted by Kanye West, this is where we are. This is where we are. And it's a sad reality. Now, if we want to say it's because white people are doing better than us, they are, but not by very much. There are. People coming into this country. And there's people that are at the top of this list that have not been present here on this damn accountability. Um, There's another chart that I'm going to show you here. They're doing well. They're doing well. They're winning. Most of them by self-employment or starting businesses. Many of them have tribes that they help each other out in. And this is what you're seeing right now. This is America. White folks are somewhere near the middle. They're not, they're doing slightly better, but it is what it is on average. Yes. Are they doing better than everybody else? Probably in many ways, but I lived in Newport coast, California. I lived in Newport coast, California. And when I lived there, everybody just said, Oh, you live around white, white people. And I'm like, yes, there are white people here, but I, there are also a lot of middle Easterns, Russians, Asians and the whole damn Irvine. California, one of the safest places in America, a lot of Asians, lots. Lots of them. I mean, you would go to some of the schools you go to in Irvine, California, which is the neighbor of Newport Coast and Newport Beach. The school could be 60 percent Asian in 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 Irvine. Huh? But this is what we're doing. And you're distracted by trying to uphold someone who was given to you as a martyr who really is not the best representation of you. The more you uphold him and uplift him and you were given to him and most of your martyrs were given to you to distract you from your goals to becoming great. The more you waste time defending their honor, the more stupid you look and the more likely you ain't going to have ish period. I'm just letting you know, because if you want to be like George Floyd, you're going to be at the bottom of this list. If you want to uphold him as a martyr and keep his picture next to Martin Luther King and Jesus and Malcolm X or whoever the hell you want Tupac and Biggie, you'll continue to be basically where you are. You'll continue to be where you are. This is it. I don't get it. Let me let me let me show you another chart. Let me show you another chart. Okay, so people want to know if you break it down by religion, religion. OK, and there's people going to make excuses about this. ish. It's crazy. right? They're going to be like, well. Who cares? Like, literally, who cares, bro? And, and, and the woman that's going to be suing gay, I'm going to get I'm going to go in on her right now. I'm going to go in on her in a minute because she don't have ish. And you know what? She never was going to have ish. So she's got to sue Kanye West. <laughs> what? She's got to sue Kanye West for an obscene amount of money. That she don't have and she ain't never had it. So what is that going to solve? Bullying him into a situation where it's going to affect you. If Kanye loses, it affects you more than if the George Floyd baby mama wins. I'll say it again. If Kanye West losing the case would affect you more than baby mama George Floyd winning. If she wins the case, you get zero. If if she I'm sorry, yeah, if if, if she wins the case, you get zero. If Kanye West loses the case, right, you lose on the aspect that as a free nation, you can't even speak some sort of truth. And that feelings over Trump Trump facts. He didn't lie. He revealed. Now, he was a little bit. He was a little bit insensitive on how he described what happened. It was a little bit insensitive. But are we suing people? Are we suing people? For being insensitive, uh, that violates free speech, and we're gonna punish him, take away his bank account, and all that stuff. That's what's gonna happen to you as a private citizen. Why would you want her to win that? And why is she suing Black Lives Matter? There's too many things going on. With the, who ran away with your money? I swear to God, you people. I'm not listen. I swear to God, you guys don't know what you're doing. Because <laughs> you now you just install social credit score. Now you set precedence. That now YouTubers are going to get sued left and right for being sensitive, insensitive about these issues. Now you can't talk. Can't say that. Can't say that. Please. And because this woman, by the way, let me let me get this. Let me get this. Let's put this up here. This is why people don't have ish. I'll I'll, I'll put this up because you don't see them suing on the lowest common denominator. For people that, they're, they're martyrs of their own martyrs. They create their own culture and legacy. You're worried about George Floyd. I mean, stop, man. Look, I <laughs> know what you're doing. This is household income by religion. Now you'll see a little bit more truth by a, a religious affiliation. This is a sore point. The people at the top here seem to be somewhat insecure about being at the top. And so, thus, they don't want to be revealed as the people at the top. But it's just what it is by religious affiliation. They're at the top. Now, when you say they're at the top, they seem to be like, hey, man, we don't want to be talking about that. Weird. Okay, but it is what it is. Hindu, at the top, Episcopalian, Presbyterian, Atheist, Atheist. Why Atheists be winning? Agnostic, at the top. Why they be winning? Because they ain't worried about somebody overlording them the entire time. They could just go back about their life and start winning life. As people who are agnostic and atheist, they tend to not be worried about trying to rel- win a moral argument. While they're here on hell on earth, they're actually trying to win hell on earth. They're not trying to hold a moral high ground and, and use poverty as a example of being more moral. All right. I'm, I'm more I'm more I'm more righteous than you, but I'm poor. You're the poor, righteous teachers. <laughs> you know what I mean? So to me, there's no there's no prosperity in being poor. Right. There's no moral high ground than just because you're poor. But then you have Orthodox Christians, you have the Knightish Church of, uh, of Christ, and so forth and so on. Uh Mormons down at the bottom. I don't know if you guys know what they kind of use the welfare system down there in Salt Lake City, and so forth and so on. You got Catholics down here at the bottom. Who else? Assemblies of God, most of your church of God in Christ, Kojik, Kojik, Kojik. Down at the bottom, bro. Bottom. They tend to be the more pushing on morality. Jehovah Witness down at the bottom. Look, this is just what you got going on here. Let's get into this woman, George Floyd's baby mama. Uh, This is going to be a picture of George Floyd's baby mama right here. By the way, if you look up some of the seven deadly sins, she probably represents several of them. I'm not trying to say that just based on my looks. Based on the looks, she represents many of them. And seven deadly sins are not presented in the Bible. It's not biblical stuff. It might be considered the Bible, but you won't see the seven deadly sins presented in the Bible. But it is something that was uh, put forth in the fifth century or so as things that they wanted you to recognize you living a life astray. Your life has gone astray if you actually participate in what? Sloth, gluttony, essentially laziness, jealousy, envy, and so forth and so on. I did an entire stream on that. But now we live the seven deadly sins and we think we're going to win. You think you're going to win in life. Sorry, you're lazy. Sorry, you're overweight. That's not Hey, it never prospers. Rarely ever, rarely ever. Not only that, your longevity is at risk, but this is what it is. And this is why you will never become who you need to become. Now, this woman right here, I don't know how she's lived her life, but let's go ahead and show you. Let's go ahead and show you here. She had a fundraiser here. She raised $2.3 million. This person, or what we assume is the person, there's an organizer down here, which is not the name of the woman, but it was named, it was raised in the name of the daughter. This was in 2020. Huh? You see this? There was $2.3 million raised. That's just the half of it. Kanye West also Kanye West also donated to uh this young daughter of George Floyd. I believe it was the tuition, paying off her private school tuition or college tuition, whatever it is. Initially Kanye West himself donated money or future money to this young woman. To this young woman who's young woman to be as we call her. So there's two this woman got in her hands allegedly Allegedly, two point three million dollars. Where it at? Where is it? Where is it? And the reason why probably it ain't there is you represent the seven deadly sins, and doesn't matter how much money people put in your hands, you're not gonna you're gonna fumble the bag. Why? Because you are not ready for this mindset. It's a mindset, and because because she's suing again gives me the idea that the money is gone. But yet you wonder why you wonder why she's jumping back up here and going to sue for two hundred and fifty million dollars. I hope he fights her tooth and nail. I hope he fights it tooth and nail. All right? I hope he throws everything he can in the kitchen sink to fight her so she don't get a dime because she don't deserve a dime. She was blessed with an opportunity to get two point five million dollars off the blood and the sweat and the death of George Floyd. And it's gone. The family of George Floyd plans to file a 200. This is all right here. They plan to file. They plan to file. It has not been filed. $250 million lawsuit against Ye. And it says right here, they announced to file, uh, pl- file this lawsuit. Because he made some comments following uh, about Floyd's death on the podcast, Drink Champs. And what did she say right here? It says uh, Hennepin County medical Examine officers ruled that George Floyd's death was Homicide caused by Derek Chauvin kneeling on Floyd's neck for eight minutes. That's obvious. We saw it. You didn't need a film. You didn't need need anything more to see that. Now, what Ye was then saying was he died of fentanyl use because the medical examiner, one medical examiner said, I believe both of them did, but they had an independent examiner and they had the original. They both said that he had drugs active in his system. But what Ye is implying is that might have sped up his heart rate. That might have been a reason why he couldn't breathe. Well, that's all inconsequential. You have two reports, both present different reasons as to why he died, but this really doesn't matter. The fact that he's saying that there was drug use involved was a fact. But now what they're going to say is they're going to take his soundbite out of context, present it to you. You're going to respond predictably in anger and in emotion. You're going to wish. That yay be penalized for this because you ain't got no money, right? Allegedly, you ain't got no money. And allegedly, all of these things happen. Where is it? I got money. You ain't got no money. So the only thing you want to do is, because you're not going to be anything, is punish people who have. It's the Robin Hood story. Steal from the rich, give to the poor. But when the poor get the money because they have the broke mindset, not the blue chip mindset, they fumble the bag. What's going to happen if they give this woman $250 million? We already know what happened if you give her $2.3 million, allegedly. We already know what happened when she bites the hands that feeds her, when Ye is going to pay off the woman's college tuition, the young woman to B's college tuition, or whatever he was doing. She don't care. There's no loyalty out here. I'm going to sue you because I need more money. This is actually reprehensible. And what's going to happen is you're going to celebrate this and you're not going to see one dime. <laughs> you ain't going to see nothing. Why are you celebrating it? $250 million to Kanye West is zip, it's nothing. It's a drop in the bucket. He can pay her off and keep walking right now, allegedly. We're just saying if he's worth $6 million, $6 billion, he can pay her off and walk. Keep on walking. Keep on walking. I ain't talking to you. And then what? Then what? Are y'all going to be happy? But no, what's going to happen is you don't realize the long-term consequences of this. This is setting a precedent for canceling free, free, free uh, speech. This is now going to initiate and and propagate, trying to sound smart, Um, the social credit score, lack of free speech. Okay, it's going to set another precedent that most people are going to clog up the clog up the um, courts with these frivolous lawsuits that they were harmed emotionally. And this is going to have a negative aspect to you. This is I I don't see how you see this coming. This is this is what I'm looking at and saying this is not what you want to be celebrating. This actually is negative towards you, not positive, even if. She wins the case. It does not do you any good. What does it do? It upholds the the morality of George Floyd? It upholds upholds him as a martyr? Is that what we're fighting over? The martyrism of George Floyd? I don't get it. Like, Why are we upholding George Floyd? There's other human beings we can uphold as men that are alive right now other than that guy. Somebody says it's not... Did I say 250 k Yeah, it's $250 million. That's a quarter of a billion. He's supposedly worth $6 billion. But why are we spending? Listen, this is why you won't have anything, because you're worried about that guy. I want you to worry about you. You're here living on Earth right now. What can you do to better your position, to get you to the point where this chart right here, uh, let's go up this chart right here can put you in a better position. This is the reality of it. The people who are bothered by the the martyrs, the martyrdom of George Floyd, you're at the bottom right now, bro. You're at the bottom, and this is why. Anyway, <laughs> did I show you this? Uh, did I show you this? I think, man, we need to get some proper perspective. By the way, it says right here, there he's suing the business. She's suing the business for harassment, harassment, misappropriation, what? Defamation and infliction of emotional distress. (laughs) Allegedly. Allegedly. Really? I don't know what to say, man. I don't know what to say on this one, but you guys continue to do what you do and live your life. You guys can be you know, gaslit if you want or enraged if you want. I say if she wins, nothing happens to you. Nothing happens. Actually, worse happens if she wins, in my opinion. It's going to be worse for us if she wins. And it's going to be worse for her. I mean, allegedly, I don't know how she's been handling her money, but I've never had $2.3 million in my hand fundraised while I was sitting on the couch eating potato chips and drinking beer. I've never had, to, had, to, had that happen. I've had to work every day of my life. But now we set a precedent for women to go out here and file lawsuits against black men, plantation politics, because their feelings were hurt. Their feelings were hurt. I feel bad about how you portrayed this. There was truth in what I portrayed. I feel bad in how you portrayed it. Now, every black man is going to sue everybody. Again, high value men are. Tar- this is actually let me get onto the next. Let me get onto these super chats. I got to get to the PayPals, man. But look, go ahead. Go ahead. You guys want to fight for, you know, you want to stand for something and yet fall for anything, I guess. That's what you're going to stand on. Your own father can't get no damn phone calls right now. You ain't even phone calling your own father right now. And you're trying to uphold the standard of this guy. Somebody says, I believe that's called passive income. It's passive income. It's crazy, bro. I don't know. Shout out to everybody on PayPal. Let's get them all, bro. But I'm a person that loves free speech. I want to be able to say free speech, but I, I see people are now punishing people because they had hurt feelings. I don't think that's a good precedent. Shout out to my man Deadly Ellie. I appreciate you for being here on the PayPal. We're going to run them PayPals and then the Super Chats. All right. Where are we at here? Uh, somebody sent me a bill. <laughs> uh, let's see here. You send me a bill on my birthday, son? How dare you? Hey.
1: How dare you?
0: (laughs) SAU is in the building. Morning, coach. Best day of the week. Money mindset. Let them lazy arses starve. I mean, I'm trying to help. Never say. Never say. Because, you know, one day Spotify is going to come in here and drop the hammer on me. Or not the hammer. They're going to drop the bag on me. Yes, indeed. Spotify, get busy. I'm real, Spotify, get busy. Uh, But by the way, once they do, I'm letting y'all know, man. (laughs) KW says, Happy birthdays, coach. Thank you for all you have done for me in the past year. He says, always keep up the hard work. All right. I'm in here working. Now, people say you don't have a job, coach. I don't have a job. I'm actually broke. I don't own nothing either. Right. Appreciate you, brother. But um, look, man, it's easy to say people have something, right? Oh, they have something. Oh, you got lucky because. No, there's no luck involved in here. No government name, first off. Happy blessed birthday. uh. And second off, he says, I need this blue chip episode today, even with me going to the gym, work, and then going to college and trying to save. I'm still trying to get my ish together. That self-sufficiency, health, intellect, and tolerance. Indeed, man. Trying to present somewhat of an example. I know, I know, I know. Shout out to Sizzo in the building. UCF's own Sizzle blue chip mindset. I'm at my job today. Gonna catch the replay. I agree. Men today are very lazy and only want to compete for the sake of XXs. Not for their own good. That's why we need the free agent lifestyle in every blue chip mindset episode you give us. Shout out to the coach gang. He says, let's get that track going. Shout out to CGA. Yes, we need to get that track going. I know we're going to put you on the track. We're going to put you on the track. Our man Chairman Moe got a lot to say. What you got to say, brother? He says, happy birthday, coach. Long live the coach. Long live the free agent lifestyle. Long live the coach gang. I plan on being here forever, man. Forever, ever. Forever, ever. Appreciate you. We got three more on the PayPal. Then we're going to get over to the Super Chats. Shout out to Kalen Ferguson. He says, coach, you are doing God's work informing me men about women and relationship. The question is, do women believe in God? Mm. He says, well, based on the th- their 304ing and living the little spirit, we can't say that they do. You have to ask them that. I did great episodes kind of giving you an idea that a lot of them participate in what you would call Wicca, witchcraft, uh, spirituality, some sort of voodoo. I mean, we do have histories of that, and I'm not saying those are wrong. That's their own version of spirituality. But when you get married under God and you think you're marrying somebody under God and they've been infected and infested and or at least have participated in some sort of witchcraft belief systems. Believing in astrology, that has nothing to do with the Lord. Okay, gems and all of these things, right? Not saying they're bad, you could do that. Magic, mystic magic, and then you get married to them and wonder why your marriage ends up in a divorce when the spirit of Lilith and Jezebel is presented into your marriage. You can wonder, <laughs> okay. right? It is what it is, all right? And they be sitting up in the church pews. And they over there mystic magic what you gonna do think before you step before the rebel silly mortal you <laughs> all right you just cookies in the oven if you want to burn a bet you just burn van glorious this is protected by the red the black and the green with a key sissy anyway yeah hey white folks are like
1: wait a minute
0: they like what the hell is he talking about? <laughs> yeah. Brothers back in the 90s know exactly what I'm talking about. All right, anyway, where are we at here? Shout out to no government name. Happy birthday, coach. Enjoy feet pictures on me. That's no government name in the building. Shout out to you and ladies. Send me some feet pictures. By the way, that was a sponsorship. Shout out to KW, man, with a 304 super chat. He says, Attorney General in New York. Yep. Oh, man. He says, Attorney General in New York wants to hold content creators and platforms responsible for any harm the audience does in the... Wait. Audience members do in the real world. They want to repeal Section 230. You are correct about the social credit score. This has been in the works for years. It has. New, 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 new world order. Hey. Hey. I know you don't want to deal with this situation, but again, most people don't see these things. You just adjust. Uh, they're not paying attention. They're not paying attention. Did I get Stormy? He says, you don't believe in the cheat. Oh, I already got that one. Shout out to Greg T, man. He says, I don't think Kanye crazy for exposing the truth. Yeah, the normies are. And again, I want you to realize, go back and listen to all of these podcasts that he has been on. Go listen to the entire thing. Kanye West suffers from what the guy suffer from that I went on our so much our debate. He kind of doesn't put thoughts together where they're somewhat conclusive, like you can understand what point pointing and he can wrap it up in 45 seconds to a minute. Kanye's thoughts are all over the place and he'll admit that. So when you're listening to him, it sounds like it's a little bit erratic and imbalanced and emotional and he's trying to appeal to your emotions because he's passionate about it. But the reality is doesn't mean what he's saying is not true. And you can just take some truth from it and take the false stuff and and, and live with it. But you're not because you don't want to listen. You're lazy. So you just let the media educate you. And you wonder why you are where you are. The media is your educator. Oh, it's sad. (laughs) Yeah, he rambles. He rambles and he'll have a thought and he'll just share the thought. Instead of going, what I did when I present myself, I say, if I have a thought mid-sentence, I try to say, I'll save that for later. I'll save it for later. I don't do it on the podcast too much. Shout out to where we at here. My broke ass doing. <laughs> All right. DJ, be fit. Coach, over there sounding like Eddie Murphy from Vampire in Brooklyn, evil is good. <laughs> I never seen the movie, but, um, you know, the devil, you know, evil is the devil without the D, right? Good is God without the O, right? Or vice versa. You get it. You know what I'm saying? Forces of evil is equals foe. <laughs> Forces of good equals fog. I don't know. Mm. All right. Shout out to Simon Small, brother. A hey, man. Shout out for the co-sponsorship. <laughs> Donating to the gospel of the free agent lifestyle. Happy birthday. Thank you for the blue chip mindset series. Where are we at? All right. Justin S. Happy birthday, coach. Congratulations on the W against the monkey simpansy of the year. All right. Shout out to you, man. Shout out to Cali West Miami. I like how CGA was on SOS and was talking about or talking to his fans through the host and other guests. You said I'm the Bruce Wayne of this ish and took over the show. You know it. You know it. All right. Uh Azriel and know your opponent. All right. Shout out to Azriel's coach. You know you let Martha come <laughs> you know you let Martha come through on your birthday coach. You could become famous for them clap claps, clapping them cheeks. I don't mind. Hey, Martha, let's do a deal. Let's do a deal, Martha. I'll clap them cheeks. Shout out to Rational Rationality. Oh, three hundred four still get wet, but now in diapers. Woo! Lord have mercy. Hey, eh? let me see it. i One of these days, y'all gonna be going after eighty-one year old women. Should you live that long? Joker. Joker says our Sigma males free agent. Happy birthday, Coach. Hope you're enjoying your pumpkin spice coffee. Shout out to the women bringing me pumpkin spice. All right. We got a couple more super chats and I don't know about the Sigma male thing. I'm not really the Sigma alpha beta thing. It's not something that I rest on too much. I think the free agent lifestyle is in life in its own and people from other areas and other personalities can all be free agents. ACDC, but coach Floyd didn't tap out. (laughs) You got to give him that cold blooded, and i'm gonna say allegedly and that was what he said i gotta watch what i'm saying now he didn't tap lord Caesar gutierrez man happy birthday i'm wearing my yellow and red milk dud head coach game t-shirt right now more people need to give you your roses while you here on earth and this is just not for me this is true from everyone we oftentimes wait for people to be dead wait for people to be dead Before we care about them, you didn't care about George Floyd when he was alive. You would have walked past him on them streets in Minnesota had he been alive. And I think this, I think this, for some reason, black men are only worth anything when they're dead. This actually is true again. You got a man that's worth $6.6 billion. You might think you might be able to pick up a little game from him, but nope. Nope. We're worried about dead black people, dead black men again. Dead black men for the win. We only care about dead black men. And, and by the way, this is not just for black men. This is typically how we deal with men. When we, when they're, they're disposable. Oh, you're disposable. You died for a cause. We'll celebrate you then. We'll celebrate you then. We worry, we talk more about dead black men than any damn thing. XX Tintoshion, Tupac, Biggie, George Floyd, Martin Luther the King, Malcolm X, we let these men die. Kevin Samuels. We let them die. We go on life and we uphold them. You know why? You know what this is? You know what this is. <laughs> you know what this is. I'm limited to let you know. You know what this is? This is human sacrifice. This is real life human sacrifice. One of these days, people are gonna in the future, as they're looking at their tablets through their optical lenses, one of these days. They're going to look at what we do to our men as straight human sacrifice, especially the black community. I mean, there's human sacrifice everywhere. When you talk about the, the, the Planned Parenthood clinics, all we do is talk about dead people, dead kids that people be deleting, dead men that get shot up, young Dolph, dead men, dead black men that we uphold as a higher standard. No matter what they did here on earth, they could have raised holy hell while they were here. But as long as they're dead, they're angels here. This is human sacrifice. And again, that has this has nothing to do with God. It has more to do with evil. Why are we upholding? I don't get it. It's a really, really, really dastardly thing that we do. And there's people here alive, ready to contribute. And then we do nothing but um, we do nothing but tear them down while they're here alive. I think about Whitney Houston, how we treated her towards the end of her life. I think about Prince, how we treated him and Michael Jackson, how we treated him towards the end of their lives. We criticized them. We let the media portray them to be certain things that they were not. We never listened one bit to these people. But then when they're dead, we all of a sudden want to listen. When they're dead, we want to bring them their flowers. This is a demonic cult. And it's steeped in a history of witchcraft and de- demonism. It is what it is. But you guys go and do it and waste your time. This is why, let's look at the chart again. This is why you, why you are where you are. We wait for Martin to die. We wait for Malcolm to die. Then we make movies out of them. You know what I mean? Like. Anyway. We need to appreciate black men when they're here. Like I'm here and people got nothing but criticism for me. But I'm actually trying. I'm trying to at least wake y'all up. I could have just stayed asleep here on my birthday. But no, we want to give people flowers, and it's just not for black men. But for black men to be at the bottom, this year seems to be some a ritual that we participate in, and we wonder why we're at the bottom. We don't let the men win while they're here. I don't agree with 98% of what he says. Let me win. You agree with 2%? Let me win. Why tear me down? And then you'll let white content creators tear me down, and you'll call me an Uncle Tom over here. And y'all be all on a page sniggling. Y'all be all on their pages sniggling. Yeah, CGA, (laughs) making comments. Yo, ninja ass over there, letting them tear me down. Hmm. Think about what you guys participate in. You guys let black men die all over the cities of Chicago and Brooklyn and Los Angeles. I don't care about them. And then the mother becomes the queen forever. And she contributed to his death. We don't want to talk about all that. Listen. (laughs) Anyway. Guys, don't walk in spirit of righteousness or the Lord. Hypocrites. Nothing but hypocrites. Then you want to say, I believe in God. No, you don't. No, you don't. (laughs) Anyway, I'm going to try to get through these. Holy moly. All right, let me get back to the show. Everett Walker, happy birthday, CGA. Keep hitting these. Wait, he says, keep hitting these Matrix blue pill M efforts with the truth. Hashtag free agent for life. And I know people are going to be upset with this information that I'm giving you. It's it's true. You can't deny it. Deny something I out. I'll I'll wait. Deny something I said. You're just going to have hurt feelings. You're just going to have hurt feelings. But in our world, apparently, you can get sued for 250 wait million dollars for hurt feelings. Where are we at? Big Doe Butter says, Happy birthday, coach. Keep knocking these lost sheep over the head with the truth. Uh huh. Be Real Mahogany. Thank you, brothers, man. Shout out to Be Real. I'm red, he says, Happy birthday to the king of the hill, undisputed champ for life. I love you. We love you. Pause the people's champion in here. We told you where we we're going with this. Okay. Somebody tried me. Somebody tried me. And it didn't work. <laughs> they tried me. They was like, we're going to go in LCGA. They set it up. They were conspirators, co-conspirators into entrapping me into a potential, ensnaring me in a, into a potential trap. And I came out. I came out and they got them hands. You know what I mean? Listen. No matter what people think about me on a personal level, thinking that this, I feel this way because I'm bitter and personal, I'm mad that you people keep losing out here with your mindset. I'm winning. I'm enjoying life. And you act like I'm the one losing, but I sleep good at night. And you're the one up at night scrolling Instagram, trying to figure out how to win. And I'm giving you all the information right here. (laughs) All right, look. Let's get to the next one. Oh, man. The doom and gloom report here. Let's give you the doom and gloom report. Uh, let's show you where we are in life. Economically, I'm giving you, I may not have the answers for how you can survive the economy, but I certainly could tell you what's coming. And I've been telling you, pause, what's coming. If you think your rent ain't going to be due here, right? Your
1: rent's due, motherfucker.
0: <laughs> if you don't think that there's doom and gloom going on, uh, just follow what they're trying to tell you. This is Gary Cohen, by the way. Um, I won't go in <laughs> Gary Cone. Cohen. All right, I'll leave it at that. On the inflation relief, he says, "quote We are going to see job destruction." Whoa! Holy moly! Wow! Ladies are going to be like, "Yes, you in the bind, baby." All of us are going to be in the bind. We better tighten our belt before we ask for help again. That's not a lazy uh, prospect. We're telling you to start getting prepared for this. Okay, if you wait for this, you're going to get steamrolled. This is Gary Cohn, IBM Vice Chairman and former. Chief Economic Advisor to President Donald Trump. Most of you guys are going to stop listening because of that part, but that just shows you're a ham and egg. It says he warned that significant job losses are necessary to get inflation under control. Lord have mercy. New, 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 new world. And I've been telling you layoff season is here. I told you layoff season was coming as a result of them fighting inflation, as a result of what we got in our economic crisis. And one thing leads to another. It's all kind of a chain reaction we've been due for this downturn and i've been talking about this downturn coming in my book the evolution i said man where we're going in society and we're completely distracted by meaningless things we're distracted by these ideas of some sort of equity or equality that can never be achieved because we live in a capitalist society where there always will be a hierarchy and not only that people that recognize there's a hierarchy and not out here panhandling and grifting and or um acting like a victim those people are going to be in a better position the longer we go and the more you claim that other people are supposed to help dig you out of your situation, you're going to be in worse situation. You're going to be out. You're going to end up worse because your help is not going to come. Okay. It's not going to come. Reparations ain't coming. Uh, Uplifting the community ain't coming. Rising up altogether ain't coming. Socialism ain't coming. Okay. But if it does come, there's going to be people, the haves and the haves not. There's going to be a wider gap. The middle class is being eroded. I mean, look, this is where we are. What are you going to do about it? are you going to do about it you can't stop this train the train is going okay and he also says quote we're going to have to see job destruction if we really want to get and see inflation be curtailed he said this through an interview to yahoo finance he says his comments from uh, follow september's hottest sorry let me start over his comments follow september's hotter than expected inflation print which show consumer prices rose 0.4 percent um from the month earlier and up to 8.2% from a year ago. So 8.2% annual inflation. Okay, you're seeing this right now. And we're reaching some levels that we haven't reached in over 30 years. Significant job loss is something Wall Street has been bracing for in the recent months at a federal open market committee press conference in September. Fed Chairman Jerome Powell warned that the job market will have to suffer for consumer prices to fall hey by the way if you're listening to this and you're just saying oh we need to do something shit you late you late to the game but you're not too late you're not too late but if you think there's no bad things coming as a result of us shutting down the economy for a good year or so and this is going if you're just waking up now Despite his warnings, we haven't seen much evidence of a slowdown just yet. The unemployment rate fell to 3.5% in September and 3.7% the previous month, partially due to people dropping out of the labor force or quiet quitting. Furthermore, there are still more job openings than workers available to fill some positions, and so forth and so on. So there's still a lot of jobs left. But of course, if you've been to my previous blue chip streams, you're seeing that a lot of these companies are laying people off by the thousands by the thousands. So it's time to get serious about what you need to do. Should you start your own business? Should you invest in your hustle? Should you, you need to be putting these things into place for the next six months because they're predicting a lot of job losses coming. And if you have a job, it doesn't mean you're securing your job. These are things we're telling men. If you do want to get into a relationship and a cohabitation, is this the best time to do it? Probably not. In my opinion, it's not. It's not. Because eventually you're going to succumb to these things, right? You're going to move in with a person that has a job. She's going to lose her job, potentially. And then now what do you do with this? We'll talk about that. Hey, I'm going to show you an example of that. Um, Let's go see what Gary Vaynerchuk has to say about this. He is now one of the most optimistic. He's one of my favorite content creators in terms of the way he produces content. See, I don't have to agree with everything he says, but I can watch him and say, I like what he does professionally. So he's one of my favorites. He actually inspired me to do what I'm doing today. When I read his book, if you want to get it, it's called um, Crushing It. It's the second book. There's um, Crush It and Crushing It. The second book inspired me to do what I'm doing on social media today. So I appreciate what he does. I don't have to agree with everything he says. But now Mr. Optimism and Mr. Um, Empathy himself is now going, oh, shit. Okay. This guy always wants to preach optimism, but now he's going, he's going doom and gloom. New, 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 new world order. He going doom and gloom. And it's too late. I've been telling you. Let's listen to him.
1: Oh, I love this. I've got to get on this headline. So many people underestimating how scary it may get in the next three to six months with the macro economy. This is absolutely the time to be thoughtful, thoughtful about a big purchase houses, cars, renovations. If you're not sitting with a fuckload of savings, don't get crazy now. This is not the time to fucking flex. Be thoughtful, be smart, and then forget about big purchases, small purchases that add up.
0: Okay, so listen, bro, look, look. He's basically saying what I'm saying. Yo, y'all need to not be buying houses. Y'all need to not be moving girls in. Y'all can't be out here dating, wondering if you're lonely and finding it. Big purchase to me is a relationship. I'm like, that's how I tie it in. I'm like relationship right now. No, stack your cash. No, nope. Don't buy your Porsche right now. No. All right. You could have bought it in 2019 and 2020. Don't do it right now. Don't try to travel and live it up now. All right. It could get a little bit bleak. If this is one of the most positive, although he doesn't reflect positively in the way he looks, he has an optimistic type message. He has an optimistic type message. He wants you to be empathetic and have goals and push you to believing he's now going full doom and gloom okay listen he's like uh let's continue with his message what he has to say here
1: ubers expensive coffees seven streaming services when you only use two get thoughtful look at that credit card statement and see how many things you're paying for each month that you haven't canceled yet start getting smart cuz it's
0: hairy out there wow
1: Wow,
0: (laughs) shit, yo, hey, get them junior college girls, man. If you had three per month, whittle it down to one, whittle it down to one, and this is based on an article. He says, delaying big purchases, reducing debt. 76% of adults are making lifestyle changes to prepare for the potential recession. Potential? (laughs) Potential? Sheesh. So, people are like, yeah, I knew this already. Most people, when I've been reporting, I've been reporting this for the lot la- since 2020. All right. Since 2020, pretty much since 2019. I've been like, yo, no, man, we going left. Everybody's like, yeah, crypto. <laughs> you thought crypto was going to be your savior. <laughs> you know, listen, I'm not shitting on crypto people. But that's what happened, because when the economy was kind of eroding, people were like, oh, I'll take my little stimulus money and go over there. I'm going to be a mega millionaire. All right. I was like, "Okay." That ended pretty fast. That ended and fell flat on its ass. Will it come back? Yes. But I was thinking that people were thinking that that was going to be their savior. Right. And I was like, "Mm, we need to get realer than that. That's just what it was. (laughs) We need to get realer than that. But. Somebody says since since 2018, everybody's like, I said, this is 2017. But this is where we are. Let me see something right quick. Okay, so um, let's give you a couple of examples. We got to give you the real world examples of what's going on here. And these are the stories that they publish. These are the stories that they publish. What's going on in everyone's private worlds. So what's going on here? This is a woman who is a Twitch streamer. We did a show yesterday on a woman who is a Twitch streamer. We're going to give you another story. Sorry for all these damn adverts. But I'll get to the rest. Twitch streamer gets evicted from her home while broadcasting live. Lord have mercy! Whoa! Your rent's due, motherfucker! I hope that never happens to me, because <laughs> certainly y'all will do some damn videos if that happens to me. What happened to this woman? She got evicted live. It says life tends to catch, or life tends to catch streamers off guard sometimes. With Twitch streamer, I think it's called Sam and her family getting evicted while she was playing Dreamlight Valley. Sam, or CM, has managed to hit over 80,000 followers on her Twitch channel, where she usually streams games like Daylight Valley, and um. And she makes just, I guess, makes use of the just chatting category. A lot of unexpected things can happen while streaming, such as a watermelon exploding or a group of friends being caught off guard, middle of gunshots. One streamer was even caught going to town on her boyfriend while broadcasting live. That wasn't an accident. As streamers don't have any control of what could happen during streaming, I know this, some can be caught in a sticky situation. That's why you got to control your environment. But in this situation, she got caught getting evicted on live streaming.
1: Your rent's due, motherfucker.
0: By the way, if you get evicted, bro, that's a long process. That shit don't happen overnight. OK, evictions do not happen overnight. I tried to get rid of that. A lot of her followers, of uh, this is right here while she was playing Daylight Valley, Sam abruptly cut her stream as she uh, needed to go without giving a reason. A lot of her followers noticed that she looked distraught and started worrying about her well-being and asking her if she was all right. The simps were not long after that, Sam posted an explanation on Twitter revealing that she and her family had been evicted from their home. Your
1: rent's due,
0: motherfucker. This is serious. People say install ad blocker, but you can't do that on YouTube, sir. You can't do that. Violation of term agreement and so forth and so on. All right, but uh, anyway. And it will mess up my computer. You think my computer don't work now? All right, anyway. Mm -hmm. Why they got this thing up his nose? All right, look, let me do this. (laughs) Here we go. All right, anyway. A lot of it says right here through various tweets, Sam said she feels embarrassed and lost and that her family has nowhere to go before asking for help. Okay, here we go right here. She posted a link to a GoFundMe campaign again. (sighs) Guys, here we go with the GoFundMe. Bruh, what are we doing? What are we doing, people? First of all, this is why I don't believe in equal partnerships. Somebody said she's scamming. Yes, I don't believe in equal partnerships, and this is why. Ladies, listen up. Because if you lose your job, and you're more likely to use your you lose your job than I am, if you can't come up with your half of the money and we get evicted, they're going to blame me. They're going to blame me. They ain't going to blame you. And if, if it's a situation where we get evicted, they're going to let you, they're going to help you. And you're gonna kick me to the curb. Well, I need to cut, I need to cut corners. They donated this money to me. Mm. Okay, crazy. I'm gonna keep reading this article. She posted a link to a GoFundMe. I'm gonna see how much he raised here. And which she explained that since her husband lost his job mm. in 2020, 2020, bro, that was damn near three years ago. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not last i him. I've never lost a job. However, I've changed jobs. We're going on, it's almost 2023. It's almost 2023. I don't know if you guys realize that. It's almost 2023. We're talking about 2020, two and a half years ago. <laughs> what happened? And she became the sole pro- provider of the family. Yep. However, her income from Twitch has been up and down. Yep. And not very fruitful. Surprised she doesn't have an OnlyFans, which is something many streamers have complained about after the company rejected the 70 30 split, uh, sub split. Anyway, she says, My pride has stopped me from asking for help. But today during my stream, my family and I were evicted from our home. We have nowhere to go. And I am asking for any kind of help i'm so embarrassed and absolutely lost so she links to gofundme bro man listen i've been in tough situations tough scenarios i'm not making fun of her situation this is a reality for a lot of people and not everybody's going to be able to make a gofundme because a lot of people will have to tighten their belt so you have to put in practical ideas that are going to be somewhat real Equal partnership is not real. Myth of marriage and romance just magically working out is not real. It's going to be hard work. If you're getting evicted, that's real. Husbands losing their job and forcing women to be the primary income uh, breadwinner is real. Now what are you going to do? They're probably going to head to a divorce. It's going to be difficult. She's going to cut. She's going to trim the fat. She's going to like, well, you lost your job two years ago, and we trimmed the fat. And he's going to be left all alone. Um, this is reality. This reality. It's a start. Uh, most people are going to feel these things. And then what you're going to find out, and I want most men to realize this financially. Men tend to have a plan. Women do not. Their plan is to ask for help. Men typically have pride in which they don't ask for help, not even for medical help, not even for mental health, help, not even for fi- financial health. Why? Because people are going to realize it was our fault, Jermaine. So people aren't going to help us. I can't throw up a, a, um, a GoFundMe like George Floyd's baby mama. I can't do it. Nobody's going to donate to it. They're going to say, hey, you need to get up off your ass and go get a job. That's just how it works. But these are the situations where you put your p- financial plans in the hands of women because you love them, equal partnerships. Well, what if happens if you lose your job? She's not going to step up for you. She's not going to have that sense. What if she loses her job and you have a job, but you can't complete the bills because you were expecting her 50% of the rent? You don't have the other 50. What are you going to do then? Let's get some reality. (laughs) Let me see if I can finish the story off. Just called our leasing office and they said there was no way for us to move back in, even if we pay what we owe. Yep, she's in the full legal situation. I don't know where to go. We're in contact with the VA to try and get transitional housing. But yeah, I just need a home for my family. Sad situation. The streamer got an eviction notice that none of her family members saw, which ultimately led to the sheriff showing up at the doorstep. This is all false. Hold up for a second. That's false. She says Sam also explained that they were getting help from rental assistant. Man, your rent's due,
1: motherfucker.
0: To pay back rent they owed from 2021, so I don't know if you remember, but they ran out of funding and left the family without options. I don't know if you remember that this was the time that I warned you about. I said, don't go on rental assistance, don't take the PPP loan, don't do any of that. Most of you guys are going to screw yourself because once you take the rental assistance or once you take the rental forbearance or deferment, what's going to happen is you still owe the rent. And then they're going to be like, okay, cool. Yes, uh, we'll not let you pay the rent. And then you'll go on about your life. And then what's going to happen is they're going to say margin calls. Is <laughs> <It's> the <oldest. laughs> They're going to say margin calls. And you're going to say, what is that? Okay, you owe the last six months of rent and rent going forward, which means you need to catch up. So they're going to attack your rent. And then they're going to say, you for the six months, we'll consolidated and you owe $500 extra per month. You ain't going to have it, bro. (laughs) You ain't going to have it. So then, yeah, you're going to get evicted because you did the whole, okay, I'm not going to pay rent. And what you should have done, this is why I tell you, this is what people do to people who sell mortgages. I'm going to get to the super chats now. When they do the mortgage thing, they say, take a five-year arm do interest-only or some some, or some sort of a crafty type of funding. And then what you do is, while you're doing a low payment on this adjustable-rate mortgage or this interest-only, the principal you put in a money market account, and then that will gain interest 10 12% over the five years that you have the adjustable rate. And then once you get the balloon payment, you pay that off, and then you're caught up. But... <laughs> What normies do is they forget to save the principal. Same as the people who took rent deferment, what you should have did was save the rent, not spend the rent money. This is what people do with adjustable rate mortgages and interest-only loans and all this stuff. This is why the housing market collapsed. What they did was they didn't put the money that they would pay for the full principal, they didn't put it in the money market account. They didn't save the money. They actually said, we have an extra money here. Right, they 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 say we have extra money because we don't have to pay rent. And then what they did was spend the money. They spent the money that they should have saved while they were not required to pay the full rent. And then when margin calls when rent was due,
1: your rent's due, motherfucker.
0: Then they want to play the victim. They want to sit around like this. <laughs> I took rental assistant. <laughs> what the hell? I took rental assistant and. My husband lost his job and they showed up at my door. No, they didn't. They gave you notice after notice after notice. They gave you a lawsuit. They served you. They warned you. She's talking about, I didn't see the eviction notice. You saw the lawsuit. (laughs) They had the process serve you, you dumbass. They don't just kick you out the house. So this is what people do in our society. This is what I don't want you to do. So this is my solution. When I tell you what people do, do the opposite. That's the solution. When people do stupid stuff like that and play the victim and tell me to rescue you now, and they say, what you will have to understand is they did stupid shit to get to that point while I was doing the smart thing. I was doing the smart thing. You were doing stupid things. See, when a person panhandles to you, when a person panhandles, they come up and they say, here I I'm panhandling. I'm I lost my leg and what? Well, I lost my job. I I need money. I'll work for food. Ask them how they got there. You're gonna see some shuffling. Many times it's mental illness. Sometimes it was a divorce. Sometimes they were a war veteran. They weren't treated right. That's sometimes. Sometimes they were partying their ass off. They were a druggie. They were abuse victim or they were abuser they were a drug abuser. They did all the bullshit that we warned you not to do. And now I got to pay for your ass. Oh, hell no. No, no, no. Because I wasn't out there shaking my ass. I wasn't out there running games, uh, scab-pilling skeezers. I wasn't out there uh, just frivolously spending money. I wasn't out there abusing people. I wasn't out there getting into relationships, getting abused. I wasn't out there smoking and drinking and, and, and partying. I wasn't out there uh, on the corner selling rocks and smoking weed. I wasn't smoking the weed out. I was at my job the entire time. I wasn't drinking and partying and smoking. I wasn't doing any of that. But now I got to pay for your ass? Nope. <laughs> no, 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 That's what I'm talking about. See, she was out there being reckless and living it up during the damn quarantine spending money in Twitch stream and sitting on her ass while her husband lost her job. And they didn't think that wasn't going to happen. And they took these government handout programs that are nothing more than crumbs and ensnarement and traps. And she went out there and chilled and with her feet up all up on her furniture, smelling like corn nuts. Yeah. But I was out there saving. I was out there not partying. I was out there not trying to get extra hoes. I was out there on my grind. And guess what? (laughs) Now they want to play the victim. Now they want to be like, help. Hell no. <laughs> nope. Stop with this BS. This is why lazy people will never prosper. This is why you won't have ish. Because you think the inevitable will not happen. And reality is, it's coming. It's like that movie. It's like that damn movie. What is it? The movie um where death follows you. Your life is like that movie where death following your ass, but it's either financial death, relationship death, right? Whatever it is. What's the movie with the, the, when death follows you? Let's get to these super chats. Cash apps. Final destination. That's life. Every day you wake up, you survived. Not only did you survive, you just sidestep death like, <laughs> some of you sidestep death and you don't know it. Some of you sidestepped death and you knew it, right? You were like, damn, could have died. Or sometimes you s- sidestepped death and you was like, I'm not even knowing, right? It just was behind me. Oh, but it's coming. And it may not be the physical death. It might be not be the spiritual death. But your economic death. The fact that you stayed inside that night, you might have dodged death. Y'all need to get outside. I'm going to get to these things here. Yo, that's the reality of it. So while you out there shaking your ass, you just let death become you. You just increase your odds of having a financial death down the line. Don't play sorry. Don't let me feel sorry for you then. No, 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 no. I feel sorry for you that you chose that path. And I feel sorry that I can't help you. That was out there on Instagram all day long. All right, let me get all these things here. Some people need to hear this today. I mean no harm. I mean no harm. And listen, people are going to wish and pray and pray for my downfall, and they're going to wait until I lose my job. It is what it is. Damn, hold up. Cash B Liddy over here. Shout out to Mr. McFarland in the building, said happy birthday. Indeed. Mr. Rusted Junk says happy birthday with a co-sponsorship. Indeed, brothers, y'all gifting the brother today. Shout out to the King of Spades. Happy birthday to the CGA, to the coach. Thank you, man. Mr. Eric S. It says, happy born day to CGA. Thanks for all that you do. Uh Uh-huh. Mr. Reed M. Reed says, happy birthday to the great Coach Alini and many more. Elvis is in the building. Happy birthday, CGA. Thanks for the wisdom. We can't feel sorry for everybody. No, No sob stories, man. You got free will. You got choice. Shout out to boob. We like boobs. Are you a boob man or a leg man? Shout out to Mr. Kim in the building. Whoa. We got professionals here. He says, good job on the SOS podcast. Thank you, man. Shout out to Mr. Kim in the building. Don Papo came in here and he dropped a bag. I'm red, man. Shout out to South Milwaukee. Happy money day. Money birthday, CGA, to my favorite African-American over here. Shout out to Mr. Bell in Bell. Happy birthday, coach. Appreciate the love. And I say all of these things in love. Mr. Yura says, booked out in Kansas City this weekend. Shout out to you. He got that money. Happy birthday. All right. David says, $1,600 on. Let's all send two. Oh, $1,600 people watching. Let's all send $2 for CGA's birthday, man. Yes, indeed. Shout out to you. Thank you. Where we at here? Oh, at least hit the like button. Double eight. Mr. Anderson or Allen says, happy birthday, coach. Get on these streets in these streets that's what we do my man dez or big dog dez or d says i'm glad you are teaching these young brothers and by the way van glorious to that brother i owe you two and a half yo yo Big Dog dropped a double bag in the building. Whoa. These are donations. Shout out to the private investigators. Where are we at? Mr. Anwar says, happy birthday, Coach. Yo, shout out to you. XL Pro Services says, birthday blessings, brother. Shout out to you. Thank you for being here. GS says, happy birthday, Coach. And Mr. Cummings, pause, says, happy birthday, CGA, for the Jump Fund. We back. All right, let's get PayPal love in here. Sorry, man, I'm going to try to catch up. What's the next story? High value, man, will be high value targets. Yes, we got two other shows. We got two other things here. You know, haters are listening around here. We hate that it's his birthday today. All right, listen to this. It's your birthday tomorrow. We got another brother's in here. We can't say his name. Happy birthday, coach. I'm the bad guy audio clip from Scarface. He says, for gentlemen listening, the sooner you unplug from your parents and develop independence, the better you are. Don't plan on inheritance. Not if you have baby boomer parents. And if you are a minority with baby boomer parents, you ain't getting shit. (laughs) Okay, I'm just letting you know. Be prepared for that. And if you have baby boomer parents, talk to them about what their life insurance looks like. Talk to them about what potential inheritance or financial plans that they have for you so you know before they did, okay? Right. Do they have life insurance? Where's the policy located just in case they croak? I know that's somewhat of a doom and gloom. Shout out to, who is this? We're going to call you Sergio. <laughs> Sergio in the building. Happy birthday, Thanks for everything you do. Your book, Recommendation of Outwitting the Devil, changed my outlook and my career. Take me out, Hulk Hogan style. Yes, indeed, right there, Hulk Hogan style. Double hand, where the haters at. Shout out to you, and that's going to be a co-sponsorship as well. Outwitting the Devil, it's right here, free on YouTube. Listen to it, apply it. It will change your life. Life Life-changing book right there. Shout out to our boy, Richard M. Happy birthday, Coach appreciate y'all man almighty we're gonna get through these we got two more then i'm gonna do a couple of super chats so i don't get too far behind no government name happy birthday to you thanks for speaking the truth we speaking the truth we don't speak facts we speak the truth and we got somebody that just doubled up mr o m we're gonna call you neil armstrong <laughs> shout out to you coach i posted a meme on your local's No more staring Martha Luther Lee. Now we stare Coach Greg Adams Lee. You use the meme a lot, so I thought you would appreciate your own personal version. Thank you for all that you do. By the way, the locals is better than I actually thought, and more people need to be over there. Go to members content, CoachGregAdamsLocals.com. I think there's a dot in there I missed. And you guys can actually contribute to each other. See, that's the beautiful thing about locals. It's not just my members live stream over there. You guys can post on the board. You can share commentary, and commentary is like a little... Kind of like Discord. Discord. Neil Armstrong again. Just a little p- extra to pay for the junior college fund. Enjoy your birthday, coach. Yes. Yes. All right. Let me do uh super chats and we'll get back to the show. All right. Shout out to Jack Vandetta. He says ninjas will be perpetually bottom feeders as long as they continue to embrace the victim mindset. That's a tough one. You gotta break that. You gotta break that. And I mentioned that in my book, The Free Agent Lifestyle. Don't box yourself into those things that people complain about because ultimately, will it help you as an individual? Uh, you need to have the proper order in understanding how you need help. You need to understand who you are as an individual and learn how to establish a family, have um, basically leadership in your tribe. Then you go down to your what your community looks like. That will influence how your cities and states are, how safe they are. And then that will go down into the nation. We'll make a better nation. What you goofballs do is you try to, conquer the nation and put all the blame on the nation when you as an individual are not complete you don't have a family or your families are broken you continue to break families and actually think you're looking for uh, long-term solutions they're not going to be there you continue to not invest in your tribe and your communities are hell holes and shitholes itself right mm-hmm. and then you find that the person to blame is the nation in the states no it's you bro
1: and that's you
0: it starts with you all right, anyway, T-mon, T-Mon Jr. Oh, by the way, I met him in person. Appreciate you, man. Happy birthday, coach. Make sure you check in so you don't end up like my pappy in the building. Shout out to you. I'm Or your poppy. Timon He says, "Uh, Brandon D. contributing for the extra helpings of jasmine rice that you're going to need today. And I'm going to need some damn ginseng, goat pills. I'm going to need all of that. Shot X, happy solar return date, coach. You're right about the demonic culture in the community. Talk. Glad I left it behind and went full month. Peace and shout out to the coach gang. Are we willing to accept this idea that there's. That there's really, you know, people are taking this thing out of context. Uh, there's no God in this. There's no God in that. Do you realize what you're. You guys realize what you're what you're following. You guys don't know. You guys don't know. Shout out to EI. Ea. He says, here's a donation towards your therapy, coach. I understand you were being abused and forced to stream twice a day, man. Shout out to you. Yeah, man. Simple abuse. <laughs> Rodrigo Da Silva, happy birthday, coach. Enjoy it. Thank you, brothers, man. Shout out to Beastie Kmon, and I appreciate the support. Kamen, Beastie Kamen. Shout out to you, happy birthday, coach. Speaking my mind to hell with all the naysayers, coach. Happy birthday. We walk in the spirit of Elijah and the spirit of truth over here. But people don't want to live that. DGC more CGA, it's yours and Jermaine's fault for the economic barbarian at the gate. it's
1: all Jermaine's fault.
0: It's always Jermaine's fault. Yes, it is. It's our fault. We let this happen. We should have led cancer email, coach. You had to do it right. He says, Coach, you had to do it right. I never lost my job. I kept my mortgage money, triple my money. And um, he says, came back, paid this year, and refinanced to a lower rate. <laughs> Before rates went up, I won enjoying my Vegas home. God dang, bro. My man, sometimes when you winning, winning will visit you over and over again. All right. I talked about how my trip in Miami worked out, right? I dodged the bullet by not appearing on that fresh and fit. Although I tried to make myself available, it ended up being a bad episode. Dodged that bullet, went in there that allowed me to go get some sleep and ready for that ambush the next day. And then I started winning at the 21 convention. All my speeches went right. Last one, KT the King, happy birthday to CGA. Have a great and a safe day celebrating, man. All right, shout out to you, brothers, man. I'm going to get to the rest. Yo, 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 okay. We celebrating in there. We're in the spin of celebration. Although I do look pensive, I do look a little tense. People think I look unhappy. I'm very happy. I'm not happy. (laughs) But I'm also can tamper my emotions. I'm not enthusiastic all the time. I'm not trying to sell that. Let's give you this quick story about high-value men in the era of people don't have jobs. Okay, we got the eviction going on. Let's tell you what people are going to target. They're going to try to sue you as a way to beat the fact that they're lazy in the building, and this is why they don't have ish. Uh, What about this? Here's a couple right here, a couple trying to extort the Georgia Tech men's basketball coach. So here's a guy trying to coach and do his job. Okay, he has a job. Haters don't like men that have jobs. And now a federal grand jury in Atlanta is indicting a couple in Arizona for conspiring to extort money from Georgia Tech by falsely accusing. False accusers will be here. We call them false alligators. They're accusing the Yellow Jackets basketball coach, Josh Pastner, Pastner of sexual assault. And I think I misspelled his name in my scrolling there. It's Josh Pastner. Passner. Uh, he came up under John Calipari. I think it's Passner. There we go. Let's fix that. Let's give him, let's put some respect on his name. Let's let's find out what happened. People are out here desperate, according to the U.S. Attorney's Office for the Northern District of Georgia. Ronald Bell and a co-defendant, Jennifer Pinley, were indicted on felony charges of conspiracy to transmit a threat, interstate conspiracy to extort property from another in attempting extortion on. August 24th. What happened? The defendants are alleged to have falsely accused Georgia tech coach of sexual assault. Guys, these people should be under the jail. U S attorney, Ryan K. Buchanan said in a statement, they then demanded a large payment in exchange for retraction of the claim. The FBI and others, uh, and our own other federal law enforcement partners are especially proficient in exposing false alligators designed to extort money. Y'all got to be careful out here. Individuals who attempt to perpetrate such criminal schemes at the expense of law-abiding citizens will be caught and prosecuted, I hope. How did this happen? Says right here, these goofballs in the motion filed in court on Friday, Buchanan asked the federal judge not to release bail on bond because there is a serious risk that the defendant will flee and a serious risk that the defendant will threaten, injure, or intimidate a prospective witness or juror or attempt to do so. And it says right here, according to the U.S. attorney, Bell and Penley allegedly conspired with each other. And Chris Megan, a Georgia Tech security guard, to falsely accuse Passner of sexual assault. The government, the government accused Bell of recruiting Megan, which is another guy, to falsely claim that he witnessed Pastner, Passner, assault Penley, who later filed a lawsuit against Pastner, which not She didn't get charges. She filed a lawsuit against Pastor in which he accused him of sexual battery, sexual assault, and intentionally infliction of emotional distress. Guys, y'all need to have your armor up. You need to walk in the spirit of Elijah. Okay. Now, he probably, never mind. I was going to say something. But the federal government claims that Bell told Megan that uh, Penley's claim could be worth $20 million and promised him a portion of the money. The government alleges Bell also demanded money from Georgia Tech representatives to not report Penley's uh, allegations. Megan later told law enforcement that he made up the allegations against Passner and was encouraged to do so by Bell. An Arizona judge previously convicted Bell, a friend, a former friend of, of Passner's. Wow, so the guy who orchestrated it is the coach's friend or former friend. Wow, he previously convicted Bell of six misdemeanor counts in July of 2021, two counts of solicitation of, of influence of a witness, two counts of attempting tampering with a witness, false information and facilitation of fraud, scheme and practice. Finley called the police on, so this is the woman now. The woman called the police on May 8, 2019 and reported that passengers sexually assaulted her in a Houston hotel room while he was coaching at Memphis in 2016. And it says right here. Penley's called to the police came ahead of mediation. In a criminal lawsuit. Related to the allegations. Mm. So it sounds like she didn't make the call timely. But she had a mediation of the original claim. Like she was claiming it already. But they were saying probably you never called the police. So she called the police prior to the mediation of the allegations. Bro, what in the hell? What's wrong with people out here? It says right here, in 2018, a uh, 2018 court filing by pastor's attorney, Scott, we won't tell her name, included jail house recording conversations that suggested the couple fabricated the allegations. In 20, and uh, let me see here. Okay. in In January, 2018, Passener filed a civil lawsuit against Bell and Pinley in Superior Court in Pima County, Arizona, alleging that they were trying to extort and blackmail him by threatening to release false allegations about him through the media, Georgia Tech, and the NCAA. By the way, he went from Memphis to Georgia Tech. I was wondering why he took that leap, but um, he probably was running from potential recruiting violations, allegedly. Bell and Penley filed a countersuit lawsuit in February 2018, alleging Pastner had sexually assaulted her in the hotel room and harassed her over um, all the times. This is a title nine investigation conducted by attorneys hired by Georgia tech clear passenger in the matter in June of 2018. Who knows? The sites then drop the lawsuits. Wow. This is actually a long ass story. Good Lord. Have mercy. Let me see if we can wrap this up. They're talking about recruiting infractions. Now, of course they're bringing up his past and, um, Says right here, after becoming aware of Bell's allegations in October 2017, Pastor said he reported the violations to Georgia Tech's compliance department. Okay, so he self-imposed the violation or told on himself. Okay. And, um, yeah, all of his recruiting infractions which is not a surprise to me, which is not a surprise. He learned from the best of the best. But, guys, there's easy. When you're a high-value man, I want you to think about yourself. Women are going to make themselves available to you easier. Some of them are going to be junior college women. Some of them are going to be celibates. Some of them are going to pose as your friend. Some of them will pose as women that are making themselves freely sexually available to you. And this time you must protect yourself. And this time you must protect yourself. If you're out here winning and a lot of people are out here losing, you're going to be potentially a target. So protect yourself. Not to go even further on that. Let's talk about what kind of jobs you should be looking at right now. Top 10, top 10 skill trade, jobs, in demand in 2022 and beyond, just in case you wanted to know out here. Having a skill or a trade can help you in a recession. All you have to do is invest maybe six months or a year in a trade school, which is not that expensive compared to university. And if you don't like to study university-wise, you can get yourself on board, potentially with a skilled trade job. Criminal investigator. There's a lot of crimes out here, so you might make some money, okay? Okay. I got money. nuclear technician, power plant operator. These are all going to be close to six figure jobs. Dental hygienist. I don't want to be in people's mouths, but hey. Electric lineman, MRI technician, electronics technician, aircraft mechanic, police officer, medical son- uh, sonography. Looks like it is and so forth and so on. So maybe we will leave this for you brothers that are lost. You don't have anything where to go, where to turn. What should I do, coach? We'll link this right here in the chat so you guys can have all of those right there. Yes, go ahead and be the po There it is right there, linked in the chat. So if you're wondering where to go, where to turn, you can find it right there. Speaking of people trying to take your money, here's another case. Let's go ahead and highlight a divorce because a lot of you guys want to get married. A lot of you guys going to get married in this time. And uh, the entitlement is another criminal scheme. This is just what happens here. And say you got money. I'm the man, coach. Like Hafiz says, I don't worry about money. You can take all my damn money. I'll make it back. (laughs) Hafiz was like, I don't care about the money. I'll make all the money back. You can divorce me. Well, that's not necessarily true. Chrysler Building's co-owner Divorce Gets Ugly. God dang, you see Tom Brady out there screaming. Hey, by the way, let me let me say this about Tom Brady. Do you see Tom Brady screaming at his football players? Now, he's known to be screaming at his football players, but I'm going to tell you, the stress that he's going through in his divorce is forcing him, forcing him to lash out on other people. And I'm telling you, don't t- take these things lightly. This happens to men in general. When you go through things, you can't lash out at the judge and the attorneys and the ex-wife, you can't lash out on your kids. You're typically going to lash out on other people and you're going to take it out on them. And that's the position he's in right now. And he's looking really bad now. He looked like he's going to need to go sit down. But this is the stress men go through. (laughs) All right, but he's been known to cuss out his teammates. You know what I mean? But let's see here. A strange wife wants $50 million to live like a billionaire. Here it is right here, October the 14th. Let's go take a look at the couple here. Here it is. This is an older gentleman. This is a woman who is slightly younger than him. She definitely is flat-backed and flat-fronted. She flat everywhere, but shout out to her. That ain't a bad thing to me. Let me see them feet. Let me see them feet. They definitely look like an East Coast or United Kingdom type rich couple, right? There she is right there. She's in love, though. She's in love. So he's the co-owner of the Chrysler building. So he got money, yes. I got money. All right. But it says right here, the co-owner of the Chrysler building is balking at his ex a strange wife's um, demands for more than 50 million dollars as part of a divorce settlement so that they can uh, so she can maintain a lavish lifestyle, according to a report. Now, this does, again, debunk the idea that rich men don't care about losing money in a divorce. Mm-hmm. I keep hearing people say that you don't know what you're talking about. And shout out to the lead attorney who be saying, I don't know what I'm talking about right he's like i'm a professional here i got 50 11 years of experience they should be interviewing me lead attorney let's co- collaborate i'll I'll collaborate with the lead and we can go toe-to-toe we can go toe-to-toe on what we know <laughs> all right here we go somebody says coach sounds so nihilistic he says why not just jump head first without prescription why not live the free agent lifestyle in the building new, 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 new world order? Why not live your own life guys i don't I don't get it. I'm over here living I, I I know I don't know if he's joking, but listen to this listen to this when I tell you when I tell you, when I tell you, you can live your own life out here with peace quiet and look. This is the prescription right here. you saying jump off the building. There's nothing left. No women's validation. Jump off the building, bro. I, I don't know what to t- tell you guys. Soon as I remove women, you guys act like there's nothing to do. I literally am giving you life. And God said, let there be light. And God said, let there be light and there'll be light. On the very first day. I'm literally telling you in this book, you can live your life without this idea that you got to follow this prescription where you get the romantic ending. You win. This is the playbook to win. This is not the playbook to lose. This is not the playbook to be nihilistic and sitting around, oh, it woe its mood. This is the win where I could go travel. Let me get in the book. Let me get in the book. I can't, I swear to you, people, the importance of self-care. Taking care of yourself, getting your feet massaged by Asian chicks. Man. Getting massages by Asian chicks. Hold on for a second. Let me show you who you're gonna get massaged by. You talk about nihilism. This is who I tell you you're gonna get massaged by. Let me show you. Let me show you. What? All right, and this is not the, church, the rub and tug and the jerk and turn. All right, let me see here. What does it say? Take care of your health. Take care of your health. What else? Register a business. I'm, I, you guys buy the rest. I'm giving you a taste. You got to buy the rest. Watch this. Watch this, watch this, watch this, watch this, watch this. Going solo. Let me see here. Traveling, traveling. Don't get one-itis from one travel location that you live. All right, break up the monotony and travel. Get your passport. Bro, this is 2018. I'm saying get your passport. Where's the passport bros at? Wait a minute. Where's the passport bros at? In my book, get your passport. 2018 published. Get your passport, buy a ticket, get a map, or hire a tour guide and see how big the world is. This sounds very nihilistic. Yeah, yeah. Go to a concert. Wait, is this right? Go to a concert. Go to a concert in the park for free. Live it up. Go to dinner. Treat yourself. Go to dinner. Treat yourself. Why wait to go to Fleming's and spend $250 while you can spend $125 on yourself? Go to the movies. This sounds so nihilistic. What about this? Go to sporting events. Develop hobbies. I give you several examples. Go to the museum. Enjoy art. This is nihilistic. This is the nihilism they're trying to paint me as when I'm basically be like, dude, (laughs) let me see here. Let me give you one more right here. Let me give you another one. Prioritize your life. (laughs) This is death and destruction. Just jump off a building. Prioritize your life. How would you do that? Prioritize your money. Learn what the Dow Jones index is, the NASDAQ, ways to invest and get a return. What is cryptocurrency? This is in 2018. Where is it here? Let me give you you some more. Let me give you some more. Let me give you some more. more. Eating the right foods. (laughs) Eating the right foods. Why eating cheap food is not the best. Working out. (laughs) Bruh, Stop this is the there they come to my show to disrupt my show to talk about well if there's no marriage just jump off a building in this book i say most men aren't getting married most men get in miserable marriages why don't you just try this try this first Tried this last. What if you got into marriage and you got divorced? Well, don't eat guns. Go free agent. I'm literally giving you possibilities, endless possibilities, suggestions on what to do with your life outside of the validation of women. Y'all still can't figure it out. Y'all got to have the validation of women as the overriding factor or jump off of the Chrysler building. <laughs> this is what I'm talking about. And most dudes that disagree with me, they never read the book. Shout out to lead attorney, right? Shout out to lead attorney. But I know he's never read my book because some of the things that he said in his stream the other day. But I'm not dissing him. But what I'm saying is people don't know what I'm selling. You don't know what the call to action is. It's like getting to the end of the Bible and you don't know that they're telling you to drink the blood of the lamb and eat from the life for the, the bread of the body and believe in Christ, and then you'll get everlasting life. It's like getting to the end of the Bible, and you're like, so what's the solution? (laughs) Well, you have to be a believer in order to uh, avoid the burning, eternal hell, flames, and fire, and brimstone. What? I don't get it. Why don't I just shoot myself, right? That's like getting to the Bible and say, why don't I just jump off of a building? You see what I'm talking about? This is not a nihilistic message. This is not a message of depression. I'm telling you, people are doing this. They're getting married. They're getting divorced. And they don't know anything else. So you keep doing it. You keep doing it. Why not go to the junior college? It's probably in here too. Let me give you another one. This is going to be a three-hour stream like they all are in the morning. I gave you, I set up what it is. Watch this. I'm gonna show you. I'm gonna read something that's gonna floor most people as to what I believe in marriage and relationships. Because a lot of people think I say don't get married in this book. Several times I mentioned this, and I'm gonna have to try to find it really quick. But I here it is. Uh what I say in this book explicitly is if you choose to get married. Why not wait until you have leverage or have lived the life, then come back and then decide if you want to get married? And then at that point, once you decide, you actually will probably end off better. It doesn't say don't get married, in the story. And people think that I keep saying that and it doesn't say that in the book. Right here, it doesn't say that. It doesn't say avoid marriage at all costs. It doesn't say that. And several times it says, live the free agent lifestyle. Then if you want to come back, you'll be in a better position to get married if you choose. And then I also say, but if you, you'll more likely choose to not marry. Huh. Now don't read. I know you ninjas don't read. This book costs $12 and y'all don't even know. Where are we at? Sorry to go off on this. Focus on the things that matter. (sighs) Housing market. Don't box yourself in. There's a whole bunch of things. Go get this book. If you really think you understand what I'm talking about here, get this book and you'll know. Get it on Audible if you don't know how to read. But it's clearly in there what my prescription is. No, don't just jump off of a building because you get divorced. Don't just jump off of a building because you can't find a woman. Don't just jump off of a building if you can't get married. I literally go in here and give you 12 chapters. Of what you need to do or what you can do to actually find purpose in your life other than validation of women, other than marriage. There's 50, 11 things you can do. Yeah, people, you see people leaving, you see people leaving the stream. I swear to God, <laughs> you people, you people. You think you got it figured out, but you don't. And this is why when you find me in person and I ream your ass and talk you into circles and twist you into a knot, then you're surprised. I've heard people break down my video and say, he did say women ain't special. No, I didn't. I don't even have that talking point because I have a daughter. I have a mother. I don't go on a talking point of women ain't special. That's not my talking point. They're like, stand on it. I'm not staying on that. That's not what I said. I also didn't say don't get married. I didn't say that. You heard that. I said, don't get married without leverage. It's clearly presented in here several times. Right there. And I said, should you get to the point of leverage and you want to consider marriage, then you'll be in a better position. And then I said, you're probably more likely than not to get married once you realize what's at stake. It's right here in the book. (laughs) it's right here. So people always trying to tell me you did say, don't get married. I say, I don't suggest it for you goofballs that don't have leverage, which is most men. Yeah, man, y'all got to listen to what the message is. It ain't nihilism. I gave you prescriptions for life to win out here. They're in there, but you, you're going to just say, I'm telling you to just jump off a bridge. No, that's your dumbass. And if you want to be a dumbass, continue to be a dumbass. Or you can get the book and really feel re- realize what the Free Agent Lifestyle Bible is about. And by the way, I was ahead of my time. I called that passport thing out. <laughs> I called that passport thing out back in 2018 when that book was published. Okay, so if you want to know who the original passport bro is, the CGA. So anyway. Back to what I was talking about. <laughs> Back to what I was talking about. Remember, this is what it is. Let's talk about it. This guy looked to validate himself by getting married to this woman. Now he's getting divorced and he's fighting it. This beats the idea that rich people don't care about losing in divorce. This is not true. Dr. Drake cared. He fought against it. Um, also. Um, And he almost lost his life fighting against it. And she was terrorizing him to the point where he got served during his mother or his grandmother's funeral. Mm. Don't let people think that rich people don't care about paying off wives and divorces. They will fight it. Says right here, billionaire, billionaire real estate mogul Michael Fuchs, age 62, is currently a legal loggerhead at legal loggerhead. I don't even know what that is. Sorry. At Legal Loggerheads. I don't know what that refers to. It's probably a. Anyway. With his extreme, strange second wife. Second wife. Second wife. New, 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 new world order. Second wife. New 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 world order. Second wife. New 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 world order. Again, there you go. Do, do it's all here, guys. <laughs> second wife. Yo, why do this, guys? Again, I'm going to get into this. Look, you got married once. It didn't work. That's when I tell you to take your ass on and live another life. Stop trying to get validated again. It's probably not going to work. Statistically, it's probably not going to work. And it's probably going to end less than three to five years, if not 10. That's what the reality is. Sure, you could win. If you think now the next solution is just jump off the Chrysler building, that's your dumb ass. Go get a passport. Go down to them, uh to Philippines and get you a Filipino nurse. Live like a king. Travel, then hop over to Thailand, then hop over. That's my prescription. Second wife, I tell you, I don't. Remember I said this. I'm just telling you, man, because I'm on a victory per- tour right now. I'm going to tell you this. I do not want to be in my 60s getting divorced. I don't want to be 60 paying child support. I decided that at 36 when I was getting divorced the first time. Now, if you think that's nihilism, that's actually me becoming healthy. Because I said, if I get married again, the odds of divorce decreases. The odds that I've had another family start another family increases. And then if that divorce ends, and statistically it might end higher. Then I'll be paying child support until my 60s. I said, I don't want to do that. Why do that? I could do it. I could roll the dice at love again, but why? I can go be free. (laughs) Toby be free. I can go fornicate. I can go have women. I can enjoy women. I can go dining, enjoy whining and dining women. I can go travel. I can get hobbies. I can love life. I can be in peace and quiet. No, you guys think the next thing is just jump off the bridge. But this goofball, even a billionaire, and he's fighting her. Remember this. He's fighting her. is getting divorced in his 60s, which is not a good thing. You don't want to be dealing with this stress in your 60s. It will kill you. Imagine in your 60s fighting this woman for $50 million, bro. (laughs) <laughs> let me continue to try to read here he's fighting his extra estranged second wife alvina i don't know how to pronounce her name age 47 so you're looking at, at a 15 year age difference when did they get married um they got they probably met when she was 37 and he was 52 essentially kind of junior college, if you will who are in the process of ending their eight-year marriage, but they had an eight-year marriage, so just tack on two years and assume that they knew each other for ten years. So he was fifty-two; she was th- he was she was thirty-seven. Fuchs' lawyers filed papers in London, blasting his wife's demand, saying that they were based on greed, not need. According to the Bloomsburg News, um, the woman said uh, that that sum is in line with their prenuptial agreement that the couple signed before getting married. Why would you want to be going through this? (laughs) My prescription is, why do you want to do this? In your 60s. Why? (laughs) You know what I mean? Like, I'm not saying she's wrong. She is demanding more than $50 million for herself and an additional. And in addition to $1.3 million in child support, the couple have two children. He could be at the junior college. Skeeting on Kaylee's feet right now. I know that's graphic, but no, his ass wanted to do the traditional thing, and he's getting stuck for his paper. And so, again, she's challenging the prenup, Dr. Lead Attorney, Lead Attorney, J.D. Lead Attorney, again. I'm not saying not to get a prenup. I'm saying that it could be challenged, and his argument is, his argument is, yeah, it's better to fight the, the challenging of the prenup. It's better to be able to fight it than not. I agree. I'm not not saying that, but I'm saying it can be challenged. That's true. Right. It's true. Again, people are trying to read in or add read between the lines or add extra shit. I didn't say it's better to not. It's better to have one and fight than not have one. I said, yeah, if you have one, they're going to challenge it or they could challenge it. Now what? You're going to pay extra couple of thousand dollars to fight it. That's true. Do you want to spend the extra couple of dola- dollars? I guess. Some people do. Some people don't. Sometimes you'll throw in a towel and say, F it, like Dr. Dre did. He tried to fight it. He spent a million dollars fighting it. He just said, F it. And he let it ride. He let the fact that there was no prenup ride. Because he kept spending the money and it kept going to waste. And he said, I could fight it, but I don't want it no more. So let it ride. Let me ride. Swing down, sweet preen up, and let it ride. Fuchs' side has accused the woman, the ex-wife, of inflating her child support demands, which are r- really spousal support in disguise. I, I get what he's saying here, and he's countering with an offer of a payout of around thirty-three million. So she's saying he's saying the child support ain't for the child; it's for the hoe. Is health support. This is common divorce argument. And Pat, the attorney for Fuchs, said in court documents that the woman Fuchs wants to live like a billionaire, having signed an agreement that she will live like a mere multi-millionaire. So she's being greedy. But all she's doing is sticking it to where it hurts. It is evidence of greed, not need. This is all useless conversation in divorce court. They don't care about all of that. That's not going to influence the argument. They just want to divide the assets up. Or they want to live by what the prenup says. That's all. They don't care about if she's going to use child support as whole support. They don't care. They let women do that, bro. <laughs> Somebody says, uh, right? And she's trying to stick him for his paper. She don't give a damn. And he's paying for her attorney more than likely. The German-born Fuchs, who uh, who says his net worth is $1.1 $1. 1 billion, co-founded Manhattan's base RFR holding LLC alongside Abby Rosen. We don't want to talk about that either, but listen. New, 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 new world order. And we'll talk about what their portfolio is earlier this year. The high court in London ordered Fuchs to pay his exchange wife of two years. So they are two years estranged. More than four point wow. More than four point seven million dollars every year until the judge decides how much she will receive in the final settlement. Woo! I'm Do you hear that, bro? So it's advantageous for her to drag the, the process out. So he has to pay her $4.7 million a year until the judge figures out what the final tab is. Or he could have lived the free agent lifestyle. (laughs) This is his second two-time loser. He could have been having Thailand, girls in Thailand, girls, girls rubbing his feet. He could have been in the Ukraine and Croatia dating old ass European, Eastern European model chicks. He could have been in Colombia. He could have been in Brazil. He could have been in Dominican. He could have been anywhere in the damn United States. But no, he tried marriage. And look at his shit. Look at his ass. How much could he have bought for $4.7 million per year? (laughs) Dude, wow. Wow, wow, wow. What else is here? I don't even want to go on here. Before the separation, Fuchs and the wife reportedly lived in a $40 million land. Okay, we don't care right here. Okay, they had a mansion in London. Sixth floor indoor pool. They had a a villa in um, France. In a penthouse in Miami. And this chick is talking about, she's talking about I'm not happy. <laughs> uh, she's who he's an avid art collector who shies away from media attention. Uh, and he married the former journalist, a feminist,
1: so I could focus on my career. after
0: divorcing his first wife, Hampton socialite and designer Chris Fukes, the Paris-born she was born in Paris, grew up in London, moved to New York, and attended NYU. So she educated.
1: And graduated from college with my bachelor's at 20 with a degree in communication sciences with an emphasis in speech and language. She
0: definitely a flatback and a plain Jane, too. Look at that. That's flatback university right there. Boy, she got a collarbone and this uh, occipital protuberance right here. <laughs> I I forgot my anatomy going here. That's not the occipital protuberance, but that's some sort of protuberance right there. That's a collarbone extension right there connected to the scapula, the subscapularis. All right, what them feet looking like right there? Look at them feet. Them feet looking all right. She got a bunion coming in on that left toe, though. She got a bunion coming in on that left toe. All right, but uh, this is all alleged. This is all alleged. What else about this thing here? Okay, they negotiated a prenuptial agreement before the wedding, spent much of their time in court this week haggling over credit card Listen to this. Listen to this. They negotiated a prenup before the wedding, but they spent much of this week in court haggling over credit card bills, a monthly allowance for her, who also spent a staggering $1 million in a four-day trip to Dubai, according to court reports, earlier this year. So she just spending money. She like, I'm let me d- tell you this for the attorneys out here. Shout out to the lead attorney. Appreciate all the work you're doing. Shout out to our man, Jonathan C. Noble. Let me tell you something. <laughs> um, let me tell you something. There are three calculations and we'll, we'll get on to all those super chats. There's three calculations. When you get a divorce, you know what I mean? There's three things. People think you're going to just lose half. That's not true. Attorneys, back me up on this one. There's a maintenance support, right? Spousal support, alimony maintenance. That's all considered the same thing. Just depends on where you are. That's one calculation. They're going to say you owe her based on the term of the marriage. You owe her alimony unless you have a prenup That's, uh says that. And she doesn't fight the prenup. You just pay her off. Okay. So there's spousal support, alimony maintenance. That's one. Then there's child support. Should you have children? Most people don't get divorced in the absence of children. If they get, if they have no children and they get divorced, they got nothing to fight over. You're just gonna go to the third calculation is division of assets. If you're in a state that is a community property state, it's split right down the middle. If you're in a place that's an equitable distribution, meaning it's at the discretion of the judge, they just say they just say what it is. The judge just says, Well, I think it's favorable for it to be 70-30 or 60-40 or 50-50. Depending on where you are, that's what it is. So you could end up getting, and, and by the way, uh, division of assets would be division of property, which could be cash, retirement accounts, four hundred one ks, real real estate, uh, gold, silver, jewelry, whatever it is, it could be anything, couches, sofas. This is division of of assets and property. So you could come out seventy five percent getting your ass kicked. Or you could have future earnings. You could get some sort of situation where you were Hulk Hogan, and they were like, well, based on your future earnings. Or you could have a championship belt, like your boy Sugar Shane Mosley. And the judge gives the wife the belt because she was the manager, and the kids are going to get each a championship belt, and they take it from you. Guys, it could be 75% of you getting your ass kicked in there. 75%, but you just don't know. You could, you could, Who knows? But that's what you're working against, especially if you don't have legal protection like a prenup. But if she fights the prenup, that's a whole different conversation. You better have money to burn to fight the prenup, and you better be assuring yourself that you're going to win. You better hire good legal counsel. So, guys, learn the lesson. Spousal support, different calculation. Child support, different calculation. Not only that, then division of assets, different calculation. Combine all of those. It's going to be well over 50%. And could impact your future earnings. And the older you are, it's probably less likely you'll make that money back. (laughs) Right? Huh? But people don't want to hear this. They just think the next thing I tell you to jump jump off a bridge, all right, you're wrong. Then I tell you to go to Thailand and get your feet rubbed. And go, go to get season tickets to a football game. Date or mate. I give you plenty of options to do other than jumping off the bridge. People have to realize that. Or get married again. Roll the dice for all I care. Get leverage and get married again. If you're so desperate to get married, go ahead. By the way, here's some more nihilism. Marriage to divorce rate by race and ethnicity. I don't know what's wrong with black folks, but we either always at the top if it's negative or at the bottom if it's positive God Ninjas, man, now we were at the lowest rung, we, at the lowest rung when it came to economics. Now we're at the highest divorce rate, bruh. (laughs) When it's negative, we be at the top. Yeah, man, what's going on, brothers? You can't win. Hispanics, next highest. White, next highest. Back down there. Who is this down here? I can't even see what it is. Other. (sighs) Other. We need to talk to our people, man. Age range. I don't know why it's 15 to 24, but it is highest. Next 25 to 34. Next highest. 35 to 44. Uh, I'll show you the chart. There's the chart right there. Why is it 15? 15 to 24. All right. US divorce rate by age. All right. So this is what's telling you here. But as you get older, but there's least people and less likely you be alive. I don't know. Anyway, enough about this. Go live your free agent lifestyle. Let's get in here. Also, the people at the lowest part of divorce also was the highest on, on the financial chart. Did you guys notice that? All right, here's the people at the highest of the financial chart. And here's the people at the lowest divorce rate. Here's the race. People that stick together family-wise and don't be using the family court as to divide up the wealth and kill wealth, prosperity, and family building. They Those people tend to do very well in marriage. The people are that you're, if you're trying to date blacks, Latinos, uh, and, and whites in this country, bruh, they have no idea of how to make a family work. They're selfish human beings. Americans, and this is why Americans are getting passed up. Let me get to all of these contributions, man, but I'm wasting everybody's time today. Let's get everybody to live a prosperous day. Brian Horsley, appreciate you, coach. Shout out to the coach gang. Sam says, happy birthday to you. Appreciate you. Mr. Elmore says, happy B-Day, coach. Appreciate what you do. We trying to win out here, man. You can't win. Rob says, happy birthday, coach. Free agent, Bo. Monte Cristo, happy birthday, coach. Keep up the good work and have fun. Yes, indeed. We going to have fun out here. Jones G, happy birthday, Coach. You are on another level. We're going to get better and better, and I'm waiting for more challengers. Waiting for more challengers. If you're going to come like the previous challenger, man, damn, just like, you know, that was the easy first-round knockout. How space has space will travel. Happy birthday, Coach Alini. Thanks for your work. Indeed, the haters are mad right now. Happy birthday, Coach. Thank you for all the gems. You bless us with daily. Indeed, we make you think. Just here to make you think. Mr. Williams is in the building. D. Williams, happy 47th in the building. I'm just a horny old man. Mr. Christopher, Mr. Christopher Bitcoin, happy birthday, coach. I love your show. Thank you, brothers. Mr. Williams, Mr. Williams. S. Williams just got the book. Big fan, coach. Thank you, brothers. Grifting, as you call it. Thank you. Fool says, what MD, spe- wait, what MD specialty is best for the free agent lifestyle? You mean doctor-wise? Doctor wise, you want to avoid things like being an obstetrician or a gynecologist, right? Baby deliverer. Uh, those people tend to have no control of their schedule, and it's difficult for them to get away. It's difficult for them to get away, right? So if you're a baby deliverer doctor, OBGYN, which there's a lot of there's some men and females in, but but um your your clientele are having babies at the drop of a hat, it's tough for you to get away. And then you feel guilty getting away because you can be counseling people through eight, nine months of pregnancy. And then you're like, I'm going on vacation this month. And they're like, who's going to deliver my baby? All right. Watch out for that one. Right. But otherwise, surgery, surgery, neurosurgery, all of these people. Oh, also, anesthesiologists make big money. Anesthesiologists make big money. You want to be shooting people up with medication. All right. But be an engineer doctor, if you will. Those were big time. I believe Mr. Gonzalez says, did you hear Robert Kraft got married after 40? Wait, he married a 40-year-old. Shout out to her. Wow. He married a 40-year-old woman and he's somewhere in his 60s or 70s. Shout out to Robert Kraft. Man, let me get to the super chats and I'll do Venmo and PayPal. Thanks for being patient, brothers. Furman Philippe, happy birthday, coach. Yes, indeed. Warren S., happy birthday, coach. I'm rich. Dave G, happy birthday coach. Libra's up. He says, Have you talked about the 50 cent situation with his son? Explaining how yes, um, he'll t- how he had to take himself to child support court. Yeah. 50 cent, I believe. Did he put himself on child support? Um, but yeah, sometimes that happens. You but but what they do is, and this is alleged, they they make sure their money is hidden in other businesses, and then they go to a child support court and they say, Look, I only make a thousand dollars. My company only pays me a thousand dollars, right? and that's how he got his child support reduced from 25,000 to 6,000, 6700. After scoring a big big deal with Vitamin Water, he went in there and was like, "I don't make no money. The company makes money, but remember child support sues a person, not the uh, not companies. They sue they sue persons. And if they do bring your business up, tell them to kick rocks. What about your business? Well, my business is not getting sued for child support. Businesses can't have babies. <laughs> <laughs> Businesses don't skeet in women, but persons skeet in women. And personally, what's my personal liability here? Shout out to Dave G. Shout out to Jay Brick says, happy birthday, CGA. Keep up the good work and keep them feet on their necks and knees. Well, Z Drummond says, happy Earth Day, coach. Blessings and appreciate what you do. KT King, Sonic Boomin, hit me up on Instagram. I'm seeking guidance. Check him out. Get together and collab. I'm suing child support as well and an appellate court now. Get together, Sonic Boomin and KT King. Mikey says, Mikey likes it. Oh, brother. He says, happy birthday, CGA. Listening to your advice. Got my something out of the club and focus. Got my ass out of the club. I'm a recruiter and getting that money now. Yes.
1: I got money. <laughs>
0: Daniel McGee, happy birthday, Coach. Thank you for the messages and what you do. Now that I'm unplugged and can't be manipulated, I'm the bad guy. Shout out to you. Looking forward to the free agent lifestyle. How dare you? Ladies, cool, C. happy birthday, Coach. Do you think that people will miss out on this wealth transfer? Yes. Yes, there's wealth transfer going on right now. And we're pre- we're preoccupied with a straggle suing Kanye West. By the way, there's been great, great wealth transfers going on right now. And I've been saying that since 2020, the PPP loan and all of these things, man, there's great rest. You guys are completely missing it. And this is going once the dust settles, there's going to be a new hierarchy, right? In the next five years, maybe people are saying 2030. Once 2030 hits, there's going to be a new hierarchy once the dust settles and the poor will be the poor will be poorer. The rich will be richer. And then everybody else is going to be in a hamster wheel. <laughs> That's all you're gonna be. You gonna be. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! But I'm gonna be one of those people on a hamster wheel By the way, if Spotify don't hit me off, hey Spotify.
1: I got money.
0: Talk to a brother. I want that Joe Rogan deal. Hit me up. Okay, I'll take. I'll take a quarter of this. I'll take. I'll take a quarter of his deal. The middle class. Many of these middle class people who are fighting the state middle class, they'll go into the poor category. Okay. And then the people who were trying to be upper middle class, they'll either fall down to what middle class used to be, or they'll become the new people who got more money. It is what it is. Oh, uh, where are we at? Pay the man. Shout out to Flash. Says happy birthday to the notorious one in the building. New, 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 new world order. Manuel, I believe, Pedro says, it's one of my favorite African-Americans birthdays out here. Or Happy birthday, CGA. As we say in Brazil, Feliz an- Anavacero. Pause. Coach, God bless. He says, we always got your back. They hate you because they ain't us. They hate us because they ain't us. Coach Gagan, worldwide. A lot of people want to be us. Yes. Monkey D says, all men need to read the free agent lifestyle book. It is the Bible. John Ellison, what race of lawyer do you think pumped her head up to Sue? Yay. Bet it rhymes with Sue. Just saying, actually, I think they they put up a black guy. You know how law firms work. All right, Crook, crook and Crooker. Right, but these people get together. Uh listen to the song God's Away on Business. God's Away on Business. It will give you an indication of who runs kind of the country, and they will tell you we put our hands in the killers, thieves, and lawyers. Uh, but um, they did put up a black guy as the lead attorney. But you know what? <laughs> anyway, shout out to monkey d he says, Why why does high high fias say nihilism? F free agent lifestyle isn't that at at all, but he doesn't know me. He claimed to not know me and have known and investigated what I did. So he lumped me in with all red pill guys. So that's why he says we're all nihilistic. But again, that was your mistake. That's why, that's why you end up on the short side of the stick in the argument, because you threw me in, lumped me in with a group of people that you assume spread a certain message, but you didn't realize I spread a message of possibility and prosperity. Free agent lifestyle. Yeah, man, this is what I'm telling you. If you really want to know, read the book, just sit down and be patient. Shut off your YouTube, shut off my live stream and just listen to it. Just read it. There's been, you're going to see a lot of hope and optimism in here, but I don't have to f- fake passion about it. I don't have to fake passion about it. And if you don't follow it, I don't give a damn. Right. You know what I mean? Like, I'm like, hey, you're going to miss out. <laughs> All right. Yeah, he was a liar. I don't know who this CGA guy is. Shout out to uh, my man, Plumber to Pilot. Happy birthday, CGA. Wishing your locals continues to grow. I signed up as soon as you went there. I suggested to one of your uh, call-in shows when Joker moved there. Yeah. And then I talked to Joker on the phone and he was like, go to locals. He says, ninjas don't read. Nope, they don't. Henry Resilient says, my soon-to-be ex-wife tried to hit me with her personal credit card debt and the judge was like, Nope. Then hit me with alimony. Give me the buzzer. Yeah, man. Dude, you guys don't know what division of assets looks like. It gets ugly. They be throwing in car payments. It gets ugly. St- student loan can't get fought over, but they will attempt to. And then they'll be like, ah, you don't have to pay off for a credit card. But because much of the debt was assumed after the date of separation, lead attorney, I know what I'm talking about here. Let's collab. But what happens is then, You might get a win over here where you don't have to pay off for credit card debt, but you still got to pay alimony because it's on a different schedule of division. One doesn't affect the other. It's just three different ways to to split up the money. Lead attorney. Let's get together, bro. I know you on the East Coast and it's a little bit tough, but let's do a stream. Lead attorney's like, "Uh -uh." (laughs) uh-uh. He saw what happened to Hafez. He was like. <laughs> All right. Anyway, Henry Resilient says, "My, I got you already." KM Low says, "Happy birthday, Coach Milk Dud." Shout out to the Coach Gang. Let's get over to the other ones here, and we come in peace. We come in peace over here. Venmo sign. Lead. I come in peace. We can yuck it up. We can go to the junior college afterwards too. Shout out to oh, we got um. Damn, how far am I behind? Pause. Vimos like, give me some love. Give me some love. Shout out to the Tony says, happy birthday, coach. Thanks for the edutainment. No government name. Happy born day. I appreciate. And this is, guys, this is a sponsorship. I always appreciate the blue chip mindset. Use me as a warning. Moving in with your broke parents is a loss. Without me, they would have no place to go. And it's a thankless job. Please, brothers, do not be lazy so you won't. Be a leech on your children. That's a common one. So when your boomer parents lose their job in this upcoming recession and they want to move in with your ass, you better have a plan or you better tell them where to go. If you want to give them a bedroom, give them a bedroom. If you want them to go hit the streets, hit the streets. You don't owe them shit, though. Mm -hmm. Shout out to Daniel S. Happy birthday, coach. Thank you for all the work you put in. And D, shout out to Larry Leisure, says Pandu's the lead attorney was cooking up. Last night, reviewing the great debate, are you mainstream now? Nah, I'm too nihilistic. Shout out to Kevin S. How dare you? How dare you? How dare you? Bless us with the blue chip mindset. Happy birthday. Hashtag coach game. No government name. I hope the roommates doesn't get a divorce. And she goes to the court with the clips from your debate of him saying, if we get divorced, the wife gets all of my money. I don't care. Yeah. Wow. Uh, no government name says happy birthday to you. I appreciate you, man. Macaroni Tony, other ethnic groups and migrants use the group economic system to get to the top fi- financially speaking. Meanwhile, pro blacks worry, uh, worried, struggle and straggle documentaries, documentaries and museums. Yeah, they worried about that. We need to do a slavery museum. Man, who cares about all that? We can do that later. People are racist. Yes. But what now? Crickets. Stop playing T-ball games. And he says, so right about the broke mindset. My cousin got a half a million dollars from my uncle's life insurance. They tricked them. Uh, they tricked it off on a leaking navigator. Drugs and parties at the local dive bar. Mm. John Gourmet. Mr. Gourmet, he is uh, says a dub for your born date. No reward for the truth. Yes, CGA is the best part of the day. You guys are rewarding me. Thank you, fan, for, for my birthday. Mr. Cook says, suing. she's suing for harassment. Somebody needs to let her know that harassment is nothing to me. Wait, know that harassment is nothing to me? It's the feet that I like. Only bald heads won't get it. All right, shout out to you. El 8 CGA, has nothing but nice things to say about his enemies. Take notes, gents, on how to manage your relationships from the GOAT. Yep. Yeah, man. Shout out to everybody. We got a super chat. Benjamin says, happy birthday, coach. Wish you more life. More blessings and more junior college out here. Big ups. Big up yourself and enjoy your day. Maybe I'll go get dinner tonight. And treat yourself. Don't jump off a bridge. Since there's no women, jump off a bridge. <laughs> right? That's how the dudes be saying now talking about. That's what I sound like. Is that what I sound like? Shout out to my man Demon Deacon OG. Pretty thug in the building. I love that name. Happy birthday, coach. Keep saving lives, my brother. All right. Wow, we are almost done at the three-hour mark. Hit the like button when you're on your way out. We got a couple more vimos. No, these are PayPals, and we'll get it done. Jay, Cool here. I have to admit, it's hard to not panic when I see my investments losing value at 20% loss so far. That said, what you said at the beginning of the show is why I went full stop on caring about society, as I mentioned Before, Thankfully, investing time and money here can only increase in value as I apply the information one day at a time. All we got, all we can do is try to hold on. Wow. Okay. Did I go out of order? I did. We're almost there, though. No government name. Happy birthday for speaking the truth in the building. Okay. So this PayPal is a little bit slow when I click on it. We got A.D. Austin. It sounds like Stone Cold. He says, I, I was told years ago when I realized you can buy a jackhammer. I was, wait, I was today years old when I realized that you could buy a jackhammer for under $200. Thanks for all that you do. dude. Go to Home Depot. A lot of stuff that you think you can put a whole damn landscaping business on the side together. Probably for less than $1,500. I don't know. Signed out to A.D. Austin. Her fuse literally ripped off your meat slogan. Live on Pearly Things. It was wild as f. <laughs> shout out to Just Pearly Things as well. Uh, Shout out to uh Ad Austin. Happy birthday, coach lady! Thanks for all you do for the world. I guess he went on Just Pearly Things, right? Somebody told me afterwards, and he tried to clear it up. I don't think it went right. Why do we got here? Last two, Mr. McFar, Mr. Neil Armstrong. My uncle divorced twice, plus he has a baby mother that he pays child support to. He is now engaged with another woman, and she is now pregnant. Mm. Shit. How old is that guy? Yikes. Mr. Scott is in the building. Uh, He says, happy birthday, coach. Thanks again for the valuable information and actionable steps you provide for men to live a prosperous life. That's what we're doing over here. People think we're trying to preach losing, and we're preaching winning. And by virtue of that, you will have access to more women. Are they supermodels? No. Will they be easier for you? Yes. Can you actually choose and put them in the seven steps of qualifications as we teach you over here? Once you learn, that's the seven levels of mate qualification. You can either date or mate. I practice mating. I don't practice dating. But does she qualify? Is she a payable service provider and be good to you for an hour? Is she a practice person, meaning she's an old woman who's very good and she got that wet wet and you'll keep coming back? Is she a concubine or a harem? Understand what a concubine or a harem is. These women are people who you support and protect and you secure and you keep for your own for your own personal usage. These aren't whores and skeezers. Those aren't concubines and harems. Harems are women you support financially to keep them away from other dudes and you keep them at this is what nba players do when they got women going from city to city now they just deal with scab see skeezers and service providers now okay regulars women that are friends with benefits pretenders single mothers these people are saying that they have value and they have none they have nothing but death and destruction okay but they will say they have value is she a pretender is she overweight? Does she live in this, Does she live and uphold the standards of the seven deadly sins? She's a pretender. Put them in a category right quick, and then last one is a contender. These are the marriageable-minded women, most likely young, most likely not as touched as most, most, most likely in the mindset, um, right mindset, most likely in the mindset that they can pair bond, most likely in the right mindset that they can protect you in a marriage, meaning they'll be willing to sign a prenup. They're not going to be fighting you. They'll be willing to submit as you submit to her in love, right? As you submit to her financially, she's willing to submit and give you equal return in your investment, not, ah, spoil me, all right? Those aren't contenders. Those are pretenders. Spoil me is a pretender mindset. A contender would never say spoil me. They will demonstrate value before you even want, you will spoil them as a result of their investment to you and their sacrifice and their commitment and their submission as you submit to them financially and provide that is steps to qualifications. Most people are 90% bullshit to you. They don't qualify. They either fall in one of these categories. There's not that many contenders out here. Somebody says, "Uh, by two separate definitions, of a concubine can't screw other men. Yep, biblically, she still has to only have one woman, but has less rights. And by English definition, it's almost exactly the same. Exactly. So that's what a concubine is. People think it's just a whore. No, a whore is available to everybody. Concubine is who you partition off, and you basically compartmentalize that woman, protect her, and provide for her, and she's only exclusive to you. We need to get the definitions right. If you want concubines, get your money out, <laughs> okay? Better have her apartment. I'm Better have her apartment and at least and a camera on her to make sure she ain't getting penetrated by nobody else. <laughs> All right, but if you're just using her as a service provider.
1: I got money. <laughs>
0: yeah, if you're using her as a harlot and you just giving her money, that's a whole different, that's not a harem. That's not a concubine. That's a ho. That's a part-time. <laughs> oh, man. Anyway, uh, last one, man. Is this is like, I don't know, man. Is this is I was like, Emilio? Is this Emilio? He says, Feliz Cupliano's coach. Como esta? And muy bien to you. And it's a my birthday, too. All right, man. We rounding off third base. Shout out to the Yankees, the Phillies, the Astros, and the Padres in Major League Baseball. Playoffs. All right. Playoffs. Who y'all got out of that final four? I'm going with, damn, I don't want to see the Astros do Nathan. All right. But I'm going Astros over Yankees. And I'm going, mm, the Padres are hot right now. Let's go. ah, The Phillies, man. ah, Let's go Padres versus the Astros. All right. Let's go Padres versus the Astros. And we'll say the Astros win. Shout out to the coach gang. Thank you for the support and enjoy the outro. Hit the like button on the way out and uh, go shout out your boy. <laughs> go shout out your boy make sure he got some healing. We out of here, brothers. I can do some shuffling too. Look
1: All out, man. What you going to do? Look out, boys. It's coming through. Yeah, man. Yeah, man.
0: I looked at it as I have an ATM between my legs and I just, I'm just using it. All I got to do is put my card in and that's it and put the pin number and boom, money just comes right out.